Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. sounds of space hog that means it is a friday friday here on ben and woods you know we used to call it fryer friday but the fryers i think have packed up shop and i don't know what they're doing right now um so from now on it's just a friday friday until some uh, some things start happening in the san diego baseball world happy friday everybody ben and ladies woods. and gentlemen yeah. The weekend. That's right. It is a Friday, Friday. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He is the uh, executive producer of this program. Good morning, Paulie. Good morning. Good to see you. And uh, Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor. Not uh, the world's luckiest guy with computers. I will say it again. Huh. Uh, he just has a. T- it's just has a tough time with the 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 land of the computer. Like tougher than most. I don't know that Steve Jobs had as much trouble with computers. Uh, when he was building them, that you do using them on a daily basis. What's the problem? I would say that everybody has at least some trouble with computers from time to time. My mouth, my trackpad, there you go. Mouse has been very sticky. <laughs> not for that reason, but it is not. It's not been. It's not Ew. been. Cri- it's not. <laughs> It's my laptop. The, ti- not the timing was bad yesterday. I was looking yeah. forward to going out to the golf course in the afternoon and spending a little bit of time there. Yep. And then I was going to head into the studio and just do my show. But uh, my computer wasn't working. And they said, come on in. We'll fix it up. And These was, are your IT people. Yeah, my work. IT people. And there was a problem with the operating system not updating, which was making my uh, applications that I use for TV a key one wasn't working, and then they couldn't get the operating system to update. So basically, it was like sitting there for the first two and a half hours I was at work, standing behind the IT guy oh, who's no. at my computer trying to fix it. I'm going, hold on, I need to really get started. I'm on the air in two hours, one hour. Can, can we do anything? He said, I'm just going to set you up with a loner, and we'll try to 
Then we had to upload everything onto that computer and restart and add all the features we needed. So it was it was a slog yesterday. Hindsight being twenty twenty. There's a couple things I want to talk about here. Number one, him lording over the guy fixing his computer. Nobody wants that ever. No, I know. <laughs> if the guy's fixing but your engine would, and you're like, he would need doing? he would need me every like three or to four minutes to to like re-log in and would put in my password. So it was like I wanted so you had to, leave. to be there. I wanted to leave, and I w- I left for like six minutes, and I walked back in, and he goes, "I needed you again." It's like <laughs> I guess I have to stand here the entire time we're doing this. So. And it wasn't his fault, but it's just the way the system works. Now, <laughs> it's uh, and then I think hindsight being twenty twenty, IT guy should have said, "Let me get you dialed in on this one, so you can work. I'll fix it here. I'll let Correct. you know if I need anything." Correct. Woo! But didn't know it was going to be such a uh, difficult process that ended up not ever getting fixed, and and we're going to work on it again next week. Oh boy! Yeah. So you got the loaner for now. Yeah. Be careful about what you look up on the loaner. You know what I mean? I'm careful about what I look up on my other computer, too. It's fair. He had a very difficult time (laughs) logging into ESPN Plus this morning. He's just having a really hard time. Jeff Passan is unavailable to me at the moment, so you let me know if he says anything interesting. Bro, I wish I could log in. It's the same thing with me at ESPN Plus. I can't log in. I'm I'm in a, a current battle with Hulu right now. There's never been a harder product to consume. I signed up for a Hulu account in 20... When did it come out? 2012? Maybe. And there was some stuff on there I wanted to watch in 2012, so I signed up, like an idiot, with Woods at FM 94.9. Well, I haven't worked at FM 94.9 in a long time. And the only way I could watch Hulu is when Hannah signed up for Hulu and added me to her account. Well, she's since canceled Hulu, so I can't watch Hulu. So we're in Arizona, and we were hanging out with our Australian buddy. And just hearing him talk, we started talking about the television show Mr. In-Between that was on Hulu. And we both just love it. I will tell you, it's it's Sopranos 1, Mr. In-Between 1A. That's how good Mr. In-Between is. All it takes place where he's from in Brisbane. <laughs> so me and Richo at lunch were like, oh, my God, remember this, remember that? <laughs> so we get back to the, the Airbnb and like, I'm going to rewatch. I'm going to rewatch this thing. Couldn't log in. Paid. They charged me $17.99 for Hulu. But I couldn't <clears throat> log in. So I changed the thing. No login. Wouldn't it shut me out? We are experiencing an error. So yesterday, I got a hey survey. Why did you cancel your subscription? And I cracked the knuckles, and I went ham. No, I'm probably not going to hear from those guys at all. They make it so hard to consume their product. ESPN Plus just as bad, maybe worse. ESPN Plus is dog ass. I mean, it, every time I go, I'm we have a company subscription here. Can you do this in your Andy Rooney voice that we had from earlier this week? I like this rant, but I feel like it needs to be a little older. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> How can I sound like Joe Tatino when I do it? Our old boss at ten ninety. How? Hey Hulu, why do you make it so difficult to log on? I sound like an amalgam of like people I've worked with, like five different people I've worked with. It doesn't work. I need to give me some time this weekend right, with it. I'll, sit, I'll work sit on it. You can weekend. work on it. I expect Monday's show to be all Andy, Andy Rooney. Rooney. We have to log into so many different devices nowadays. Can't you just make one big device? I, I have a list of four hundred passwords <laughs> that I can't. I can't figure out why doesn't someone just make life simpler for one. One password for everything. Maybe you should do the Andy Rooney. I, uh, my buddy Jack calls. He goes, bro, I was 
dying at your Andy Rooney. I go, it was a one-off. I had no idea. You know, we were just having fun. Um, they, but they make it. So I just want to watch the Seals on ESPN Plus, or I just want to read this Jeff Passan article. I'll pay. We pay. Just make it easy. My weird thing is I can watch the videos that I'm subscribed for, but I can't read, read the, the article. articles. I, I watched it. the UCSD game last night as they won by one point. But you said it's 94-9. You haven't worked there forever. Is that literally the, the studio next door? Can't they find your email and like update it here in this no, building? No, three companies ago. Oh, it was when I was at Lincoln <laughs> Financial. It was we had a Woods at FM ninety four. Now there's that, that I haven't had access to that in forever. But Hulu makes it difficult. ESPN Plus sucks, man. I'm sorry, it sucks. It always sucked. It still sucks. We've got a work uh, account login that works seventy percent of the time, maybe. And uh, I think this is all user error. I'm sorry. <laughs> Never had an issue with the thirty-year-old something would say that. Never yeah. had an issue logging into ESPN Plus, <laughs> and I'm sorry, but I don't get paid enough to be your guys' IT personal IT. That's fair. Helper. You're not. You do, you do not get paid enough to be God, our personal IT helper. This has helper. just been brutal for it's the last tough, ten minutes. Dude. It's like, tough out there, I work man. With a couple of morons. I'm tell- no, Eva Squirrely says ESPN is getting pissy with certain services. I'm not joking when I say ESPN. now they are the same company. Can you, all right, Hulu, do ESPN me a favor. Plus, do Disney. me a, do me a favor here. Log in to ESPN Plus. Print out the Jeff Passan article for Ben and I to read. There's a lot of uh, my old boss when I started in radio. ISU not man. This is nuts. Our assistant producer Lauren O'Brien, who we've had on this show before, who's just a brilliantly talented comedian uh, and an amazing person. When I tell you guys that she had to come into work about two hours before everyone else. Polly, she would print, I'm going to say anywhere between 50 and 60 articles, and then sit with a highlighter and highlight for the host. Boom, 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 boom. Highlighting. Collate them, stapled together, get rid of the superfluous, you know, one sheet at the end, get them all dialed in. And then that dude would walk in at, you know, 5.30 for a 6 o'clock show. His pens were all laid up nicely. His articles were all here and highlighted and stuff. It sounds like great, the president it? of the United States yes, getting handed a, a, his a, briefing a portfolio. and his morning it's, portfolio. Here it is. Sir, here Sir, you here's go. the, Thank here's you very the much. briefing. He all opens right. it up. Here's the important information of the country that you need to know. It sounds good, though, doesn't it? It does. It doesn't it sound good? <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that to Polly. But if we ever get an assistant producer, you're dead. Whoever you are out there, if they ever let us hire you, you're a dead man. Just a dead man. There's going to be stapling and three hole punches going on. There's going to be all kinds of good stuff in here. Polly uh, says he can print those for us because I do want to read that article as well uh, before we go. Baseball world is very slow right now. Did have a couple of moves yesterday. We're going to talk about today. Uh, yeah, it's teasing point. me. It says when the re- remaining free agents will sign. Yeah, like where they're going to go. I would love to know that. Are any of them going to the Padres right. ever? I would love to know these things, and I cannot uh, access it behind their paywall at the moment. I'm ready for you in the commercial. Thank you. I'm going to need that highlighted, and I'm going to need it stapled as well. Thank you, General Attaché. We appreciate that. But uh, I got chewed out uh, yesterday when I got home uh, from work. And I got home. I beat my wife home. And uh, she then showed up. And I was uh, in the bedroom, you know, and... Knocking on the door. Stroganoff. And I said, can I help you? 
Said, get out here. Said, oh, God. So I walk, walk out. She goes, idiot, don't be telling people on the radio that they have to pay their way to our child's birthday. I go, what? What are you talking about? I have a thought I, have a thought I might get you in trouble with that question yesterday. So I, I was... <laughs> I was left it, it, a little confused yeah, yesterday. Yeah, if you were not listening, Woodsy was talking about Bo's upcoming birthday party, and they're going to Sky Zone. Yes. And you said, we have like 60-plus people. And 65. I asked, are you you paying for all of those people to come to the birthday party at Sky Zone? Because that's a lot for a – I mean, even if it's whatever, you know, $18 admission, whatever, yeah. that's a lot to pay for for a kid's birthday party. So I, I did not think about it. She takes care of – 99% of this. I'm going to go get him a bat, and I'll be the big hero. There's a bat that he wants. I'll get it for him. I'll be the big hero by just showing up with one present. She's going to get the cakes, and the she's ordered all kinds of stuff, and there's gift bags for the kids. The whole thing. She does it all. She's a, she's a wizard. There's no question about it. But I didn't know this. I just assumed, and here's why I assumed that everyone would pay their own way to jump, because... When you walk into Sky Zone, there's this, it looks like you're walking into a space station. There's a huge counter. There's computers everywhere because you have to fill out waivers and whatnot. And they have to do that. Then you get your special socks and then you go in and and jump. So I just assumed that the parents would come and be like, hi, I'm here for Bo Woods' birthday. I got two kids here. Let me get their waivers filled out. Here's our credit card for the $15 fee or whatever. No, my wife's like, we're, they're not paying for that. We're paying for that. I go, oh. And again, I didn't freak out. I wasn't like, what? I'm not paying. Like, the more the merrier. I, I mean, I guess, but like, so I just I didn't don't know. Remember, I don't remember being six years old. I don't have many memories of that early age, but I, I don't recall ever getting invited to a birthday party, whether it was the. You know, McDonald's Day at the Play Place, Chuck E. Cheese, the Fun Center, a Mariners game growing up, whatever. I don't remember ever being expected to pay for anything when right. you're invited to another kid's birthday party. Just like you're not expected to bring your own pizza or cake. I said yesterday, <laughs> for F's sake, I said yesterday on the show, pizza's going to be on us. The cake and all the drinks and stuff will be on us. I just thought, I just thought when they walked in the door, and I don't care. I think the only thing I'm that was expected you know as a kid it's an is open, you it's bring an open a invite. Yes. Everybody yes. come to Sky Zone next Friday. That's, Let's party. that's the compact you make as a birthday it. party guest. It's on me. You bring, a, you bring a gift for the birthday boy or girl, and then they handle everything else everything. with the party. Admission, food, like, let's say, party favors, etc. All right, question. It's different with adults, right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, hey, I think there's, let's talk etiquette here. I think there's gray areas. Let's talk etiquette. Hannah sends you guys all and your families an Evite and 20 other people, to 10 other couples, right? And we're going to go to sushi. It's on me. My birthday. Hannah's throwing a birthday party for me. It's on her. I think going out to dinner is a little bit different if it's like a sitting at a restaurant. What if we went bowling, though? On the, that's all we split it up. Just split it up. Right. Not hosted bowling. Well, we all have jobs. Well, these kids, kids, don't have these jobs. kids parents, it's not like the kids are driving there and then walking in and being like, 
Can you pull this out of my here? I bring my piggy bank to yeah, pay. But, the, I just don't know. Like Ben's example for bowling. I'm going back to the kids' birthday parties now. If Bo had 30 friends that you were taking, you know, we're all meeting at the bowling alley on Saturday afternoon for the birthday boy. You need call it four lanes, right? Are you only renting Bo's lane and letting the other kids figure it out? Or no, you renting probably all four renting yeah, all you're probably four. renting all the lanes. Now, a lot of these businesses will do like birthday packages to make it a little yeah. easier on the parents hosting the party. Okay. Like, all right, here's our birthday package, and you have 20 kids, and well, the thing they is get too, admission. And- I, get, we had a Godfather's Pizza down the street from my house. That's where everybody went for like after-season sports parties or birthday parties. There was a little video arcade. It was the best. I would expect if invited to a birthday party at Godfather's Pizza, I would expect all the food is taken care of by the parents of the birthday kid and then I would I wouldn't expect them to like give me quarters to go play in the arcade game. My mom would give me like 10 bucks to go exchange for quarters and have fun on that. But the food and dessert and everything like that's that's on the host. Which I do, which I absolutely knew. But so every I'm not, I'm not, what do I have? What do I have to stand out front and be like, all right, these guys are with us. Yeah, here, right, let me whoop, swipe the debit. Like, what do we do? Just give me a bill at the end? I don't know. I don't know how it works. Mike makes a good point, though. If the parents want to jump, that's different. You should just, you're just paying for the kids. That's oh, not yeah. a thing. Oh, yeah. Not any parents who want to go in and jump around, which would be actually weird. Jocelyn says, I can really tell Woods doesn't take care of birthday stuff. You know what? <clears throat> I don't want to be painted as a not involved dad. If Hannah was out of the picture and it was just me throwing a birthday party for Bo, I don't know that it would Hannah be. Hannah says she sent a guest list to the Sky Zone. Okay. So they just, their names will be on the list. She said, just stop. <laughs> you just don't know anything you're talking about. Apparently, I'll just show and go. I mean, even as adults now, like, I don't think I would ever invite, like, a 30-person, you know, for have a 30-person dinner for my birthday or well, my Just know birthday. that I'm not paying. But You're paying. Yeah, I would probably. <laughs> how much of a nightmare would that be? All right, we're going to split this uh, 15 different ways, if that's cool. That sucks. So is the general rule, if you invite someone somewhere, you pay. That's the general rule. You should be prepared to. That sucks. Especially for a birthday. And I'm, ge- I'm, you know I'm generous. I, don't I think care especially about for that. a birthday. I think if it's just like, hey, what are you guys up to this weekend? You want to go out or something? That's like, different. That's totally different. I think for a birthday no, party, no, even no, as adults, I invited, little, uh, I invited four other couples and there was 10 of us at a table and it was paying. my wife's birthday, I would probably expect to pick up the bill. And if oh. somebody wants to chip in or whatever, okay, it that's is, on them. It has been so decreed. It is so decreed. It is now law. When you invite someone somewhere, it's on you. You pay. I invited Ben to the strip club, and I I paid for a lot of it. So yeah, there that's you go. true. All right, I did bring money. You were very generous. I was ready to pay because I doing, felt like there would be money involved. Hope she's doing good. Yeah. All right. Uh, I have an apology to make when we kick off things. Oh, uh, when I've we been come waiting back. for this. I've been. Waiting. Have you been oh, waiting, been waiting for, for it? For right. Five years. I will set the menu. I will apologize for something I did after the show yesterday, and. Uh, We will be off and running on a Friday. Don't go anywhere. We'll check traffic. Glad to have you with us. Thank you, Tier 1s. It's Ben and Woods uh, on 97.3 The Fan. We'll be right back. For real, you the only father that I ever knew. I get my pregnant, I'm going to be a better you. Prophecies that I made way back in the veil. Fulfilled. Listen, even back when we was broke, my team ill. Martin Luther King would have been on Dreamville. Talk to him. One time for my L.A. sisters. One time for my
kind of just let me hang myself with my own rope yesterday. I really didn't. I didn't know you we were going to do it. I told times. you not to do it. Adam told you not to do it. You did it anyway. Did you get a blowback? No. Okay. Good. No, I I mean the I the video we put out after the show. Oh. Everyone was roasting me for the video. <laughs> Oh, after the show, that was which was all me. I, I, all you. I think what needs to be stated, if you didn't see it, we um, we were brought some of the Padres' promotional items, uh, the giveaway items for the 2024 season coming up. Uh, that was the information that was embargoed until 10 o'clock that we weren't allowed to talk about on the show yesterday. We didn't, but if you tuned in to Annie and Elston, Craig was able to reveal all at uh, at 10 o'clock as soon as they started the show. We were able to post some of it on our, our social channels and on YouTube with some videos. You have to realize that after four hours being on the air, especially on, you know, later in the week on Thursday and Friday, at 10.01, I'm kind of a loopy mess at that point. Yeah, you're trying to get out of here. It's you know? not just getting out of here. You, my brain is just fried. addled and fried. And I was probably a little bit sillier than I should have been, and I just let it go. And Polly happened to have the camera running. And you just sat there while I, I kind of made a, kind of made a fool of myself, and that's how it turned out. And we posted it, and and there we go. I, I don't apologize. There I am. Don't apologize for being creative. That was creative. <laughs> don't ever apologize for your art. You know, I'm not going to apologize. Hey, Ben Woods, checking out oh. the uh, 2024 Padres promotional lineup, the beanie, the uh, stylish 97.3 The Fan Poncho, and a couple of the bobbleheads. We got Manny and Joe. Manny, hi, Joe. How's your off-season going? Hey, Manny, how are you? Can I pet your dog? No, I'm going to punch you in the face with my coffee. <laughs> yeah. It's cool. I haven't played with action figures in a while. Yeah. And it shows. It, it really does show. No, I mean, I I just was letting you kind of do your thing. Mm. You know, sometimes it's not important for me to weigh in and just let you let you have the fun that uh, that you seem to be having. You were action figure guy. GI Joe. I had some GI Joes. I, yeah, man. You know what I love? Star Wars <laughs> action figures. Love the Star Wars. I had the Millennium Falcon. My mm. mom ended up. Ru- cool. My mom ended up running over it in the driveway in her Cutlass. <laughs> And I remember being <laughs> devastated. I left it in the driveway. It was my fault. Of course. And it just she backed out and <laughs> now that thing, for those that remember the full millennium, it was about that. Yeah, like yay big, maybe a foot across. And it had all the little compartments and you could put Han and Chewy and all I loved it so much. And I just remember the <laughs> my mom's the crunch I, like grayish brown cutlass. She backed over it in the driveway. I was like Cutlass Supreme. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> and she, oh, oh, don't worry, I'll get you another one for Christmas. I'm like, this is six months away. So I, my mom ran over a skateboard. I just she split it in screwed half, like, myself oh. that. But I love my favorite thing when I was a kid. I think it was the GI Joe characters. They had a parachute on them. And oh you yeah, could sling them. Oh and, it, yeah. and I was like, well, that's it. I, this is the this is the peak of childhood activity for me. So yeah, I was an action figure guy. Then we all got into those. Wrestling figures. I think I had a few of the uh, the He Man characters yeah, He-Man. as well. Yeah. Skeletor, my Cringer. kids. My kids have a lot of the uh, Spider Man and and stuff like that. They play with those all the time. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd rather I'd rather than play that than Legos and Play Doh. Man, they got that Play Doh out this weekend. I was like, I'm I'm gonna kill both of you. I don't even know what to say. There's Play Doh all over my house. I wasn't I mean, a big action figure guy, but the biggest toy. In my lifetime, by far, when I was a kid, was in like third or fourth grade. We're talking 1998, 1999, was Pokemon cards. They Missed lasted it. It. about a week at school before they were banned. 
because it turned into like drug deals for fourth grade. Yeah, it was like kids. We were like hiding around the corner to like trade cards, and some kids would sell the cool cards to other kids. We had garbage pail kids. Those were huge when we were little kids, and they were just. They were like exciting. I, I was so never into them, but I Me do neither, remember. I, I, I remember, remember the fad for sure. I mean, I was a baseball card kid always yeah. when I was little, and that was those are the most fun. Beanie times I Babies ever had. became a huge Beanie thing Babies in the nineties. Like, I remember people like investing their entire savings yes. in Beanie Babies and traveling all, all over the country. Crypto to get, from yeah, the early nineties. The early nineties. There was like a partnership <laughs> with McDonald's where you had to go and get a Happy Meal, and you had to get this one 100%. specific Beanie. Yeah. You can probably find it on eBay now for God knows how I know, much. man. It's so wild how uh, those trends go. Curious what everyone uh, thinks of the Padres promotional calendar. We'll talk about it coming up in our next segment. Uh, later on, of course, 7 o'clock hour, we've got our regular features take on Woods. Don't do this. Uh, it is time to make more NFL picks. Can I possibly get any worse? I'm 1-9. <laughs> and nine. So far in the postseason. Yeah, you can go 1-11. We're down to our last three games. i got some catching up to do. We will look to the AFC and NFC Championship games this weekend as well. There was a, there was a couple of baseball moves yesterday as yep. well. Not involving the Padres, but one of their division rivals Again. continues to stock up. On players, you know, the Padres might be able to use. So uh, we'll get into that talk as well, all coming up this morning. Don't go away. It's Ben and Woods. We'll be right back on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Just uh, quickly wanted to address um, a couple of listeners. They accused us of being uh, Padres shills for oh. talking about their promotional schedule Where was yesterday. That? I that. You said, didn't see that on? I saw that on my Twitter feed, my X feed. No, what did, what yesterday. did they say? All these guys say they're so unbiased, but look at them talking about the Padres' promotional items, like the homers and shills that they are. Give, well, give me okay. A I mean, break. God, I, people are so. Angry. They're just so. You can't like something without being a shill. You can't be excited for something without being bought I, off. I will be honest. Uh, there are some promotional items that I liked more than others. Yes, every year. I think that um, just about every Padres fan is at least interested in seeing what some of the items are. And we were fortunate enough to have access to them. We just wanted to share. With you, what they were, and you can make your own judgment about whether you want a Joe Musgrove bobblehead or you want, um, you know, a Manny Machado bobblehead or not. I don't care if you if you want them or you don't I want don't them. I don't give a baker's f. Right? If you want them or if you like them at all, our job is to talk about this team. This team put this out. We're going to talk about it. And we're going to talk you about weird, it. weird, weird, weird people. Right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Ben, can I just give you a little uh, phrase that I enjoy? It's called hurt people, hurt people. Yeah, hurt people, 
Hurt people. Hurt people. Uh, then Joe must be hurt a little bit because he tweeted, I liked Fat Ben so much better. He's lost his mind. And Woods looks like he needs a bath. <laughs> I'm the only one in this room that showered today. The only one. Joe, who hurt you? Joe, they- Joe I'm going to give you a hug. If I see you, <laughs> just let me give you a hug. Where was that, in the chat? That or was in, in uh, X again. That on another, X again. Another X item. I liked Fat Ben better. I don't know what that means. Big Ben, big... Ben, Ben, the big fat hen? Yeah. Yeah, no more. Ben, Ben, the skinny hen. It really had very little to do with my weight at the time. It's just your name. It just was the name. Yeah. Joe, I'm sorry, buddy. I'll give you a hug. All right. So, I love uh, you, man. It's going to yeah, get better. Ye- yesterday, in uh, in absence of any signings or player additions, which we haven't had in a while, we did get a, a promotional calendar. Now, the two things are actually not particularly related. I promise you. They were going to come out with a promotional calendar, even yeah. if they had signed Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. It it would have happened either way. Yeah. So the two are actually unrelated. You can't go, I wish they'd be working more on the roster than the promotional calendar. When they signed Xander Bogarts, when they signed Manny Machado, when they added and did a bunch of trades, they still came out with their promotional calendar every year. So let's skip over the whole discussion of... They're they're focusing their attention in, in the, the wrong, wrong place. place. It's always different departments, happens. totally unrelated. But yesterday we did get the uh, the promotional schedule for the Padres, starting with the opening series hat on March 29th against the San Francisco Giants. Uh, I did not see that we didn't have a, an example of that one, but Polly has it up in our YouTube stream right now. Uh, and then on April 2nd, I think I said April 3rd to someone. April 2nd, the City Connect Ponchos. Presented, by the way, by 97.3 The Fan, which is very exciting. You always get a little sponsor somewhere yeah, on there. Yeah, a little tag. I mean, that's very cool to have our own sponsored item. Our, our own only spo- Yeah, yeah. It doesn't say National University in giant yeah, nope. letters on Just the back. little 97.3 right there. I love that's it. That's like a double win, because now you have 97.3 The I? Fan gear, which is cool, and it's Padres gear. And I don't know that... I mean, has any team ever given away a poncho before? This seems to be the most unique item sure they of have. the season. But all right, what did we? I put it on yesterday, and I thought to myself, I like this. I like the freedom of it. <laughs> you don't it, like to be constricted. I don't really. I would like to wear just it and nothing else. I, I don't think that I'm would fly. not a huge fan of tassels. That's my only <clears throat> issue with the poncho. <laughs> Could have fooled us. <laughs> <laughs> you wore last week. <laughs> I don't like folding those dollar bills like that. Oh, really? Huh. I don't like throwing just, my dollar bills in I don't like air. just throwing money away. Oh, I, I guess when so. I, I don't want to be tickled by the tassels and then, like, I'm surprised when they're there. It can bother tickled. me. You ever have, like, a like a shorts and there's a loose thread that's sticking uh, up and you feel it, like, dangling. dangling against your leg and you go, what is, what is going on? Do you think that is a spider crawling on you or something? Sometimes tassels bother me a little bit. All right, question, question, question. What is the uh, the point of the poncho? Is it to warm the core? Much like this vest that I have. Just warm you the core? You have a core? sleeveless vest. Yeah. I do. So I'm wearing essentially a poncho of sorts. It doesn't hang down below my boys. I think this particular poncho, and I did not wear one yesterday. We had one here in the studio. It I seemed a little thin. I think it's probably more decorative than okay. 
functional. I think it looks cool. It looks and, great. And I, I, uh, but if you're cold, I, I don't know that that's going to make a huge difference. Tuesday, April second against the Cardinals. You can pick that up. I would, uh, I would recommend that the tier ones come to that game. And that's all I'm going to say about that. Embargo. Embargo. Uh, that's Tuesday, April second against the yes, Cards. Hope to see all the Ben and Woods listeners that hundred in particular. Hundred percent. All right, then uh, April tenth, the Manny Machado home run bobblehead for the bobblehead crowd. I love this one. Uh, if you Loved do, it. I mean, they're all cool in their own ways. Oh man, this the, one's really cool. The, the I love you that he gives, um, and, and he's not the only player to do it, but I love when he does it, and my son does it, and the he does sign it language to him. for I love you. Yep. To Yane as he's crossing home plate. Yep, and uh, Hannah and Bo do. They call it connection, and <laughs> Hannah does it, and Bo does, it, and they put them together. So before they leave each other's company, they do a connection. That's so very sweet. It's very sweet. So that one, I, I got to have that one for sure. All I right. love that. Uh, April 29th, uh, I was wearing it in the video yesterday. The knit beanie, which by the way, the little pom pom on the top, you Removable. can actually take off. It's attached with strings underneath. You can untie, just pull it right off. So if you don't want if you're not like a ski cap pom pom on top, and you just want to wear it as the uh, as the beanie without that, you can do it either way. Now the uh, rep for the Potteries that came in and brought the stuff, I said, "Oh, you can take that off and you throw it." And she said, "No, I recommend not throwing it." I, I did said, that oh, with okay. my Joe Musgrove bucket hat last year. I took off the strings. I don't want to. I don't like the strings. Again, not a tassel guy in any way. He really hates dangling <laughs> participles. <laughs> I do I do? Speaking of Joe, May fourteenth, his uh, his bobblehead, including uh, dog Theo, and he's holding his coffee. Very from, cool. I assume from Cafe Odessa uh, up in Alpine. Odesso. Odesso. Important, Odesso. Important to note. Odessa is in Texas. <laughs> if you missed it yesterday, Theo's bobble or Theo bobble as well as head. Yeah, oh, the his dog, the, the dog yeah. head oh, bobbles as well. It. It's awesome. Love it. Love it. Love Which it. Which is very cool and very unique. All right, uh, May twenty eighth, City Connect. Belt bag, which is the new way you oh, say yeah. fanny pack, I guess, yeah. is belt bag. But I keep... Going to need tickets to that one. I keep wanting to... have you, Look, will you just take a look over here at all the stuff that I have? I have so much stuff. My God. I, I know. I We're moving closely into Merce territory for your <laughs> boy. Closely. My pockets are always full. I got a million things. All right. This thing is – Hannah and I have used the, the last ones. Remember the yellow ones they gave away um, last year or the year before, I think? We, we have used them on trips and stuff. They're fantastic. They're fantastic. Uh, June 6th, the Xander Bogarts bobblehead giveaway. Love that one. Uh, and then he's got his X for Xander pose going yep. on. X, give it to you. And then June 11th, uh, a unique item again, the Joe Musgrove, the basketball jersey, which we saw he gave – didn't he give he basketball to jerseys players. to his players, mm-hmm. his, his uh, you know, his teammates yet last year? I'm going to look like ass in that. I will you don't tell you have that. to wear it. You you, you don't. I, I mean, some people will look great in it. I won't. You. Will, you... I'm not a big sleeveless guy either. <laughs> None of us are really. <laughs> None of us are real sleeveless kind of guy. I'm more of a sleeve guy, which makes the June 20th 619 Aloha oh, shirts. Oh, God, that's got you written all over it. You know who it. has written all over it? Craig Elston, our midday sh- <laughs> show host. He is a Hawaiian shirt guy, for sure. He is. Yeah, he'll, he'll like that Aloha shirt. Uh, June 23rd, kids giveaway, rookie plush pillow. Um, they have these. Yeah, you can get them at Costco and other places. Have you heard of Squishmallows? Do your kids have those yet? Mm-mm. They're like... 
They're like big pillowy like this, like you squish them. In. Yeah, but they're very maybe. We it's have, a new. It's a very one. popular new thing. Your All kids right. are going to absolutely go crazy for this. Uh, June twenty fifth, another Hasung Kim bobblehead. Two years in a row. I don't know. Does that no pre trade deadline? So pre trade deadline, but during the season. Yeah, but tr- pre trade deadline. <laughs> True, but. <laughs> Hassan Kim could go tomorrow. He could. He could he be could. traded. I, I don't think he's going to. I, I think it's I, if he does. I, I, I'd imagine that when they're having these discussions, at the very least, there's the talk of how likely is it that this person is going to be on our team before we start investing in the production of said giveaway items. Now, it wouldn't be the first time that a guy yeah. was traded before he had a bobblehead night. It happens on other teams, but the <laughs> fact that they're confident enough to plan a Ha-Sung Kim bobblehead in June... Means he'll... You'd assume he'd be here in June. At least, uh, you know, if someone asked a question... I'd yeah, I mean, he could be traded, but we don't have the plans yeah. to do it right now. Yeah. Uh, then on July 10th, a 1984 throwback hat celebrating the 40th anniversary of the 1984 World Series team. Let me see that one, Paulie. Scroll up if you can. It's coming. If It'll be there. Yeah, there it, it is. is. Yeah. Giveaway hat giveaways are always tough. They're tough. They never really tough to have they a never, good they, quality. Is. They never really fit. They hat. never really fit me. But somebody will like it, and you can have mine. How about that? August twelfth, uh, Tony Gwynn Henley jersey, I which like is these. so. That's uh, you were explaining to me what a Henley jersey is. Ben asked is. me yesterday, "What is a Henley jersey?" I said, "It's when Don Henley from the <laughs> Eagles collaborates with uh, the late great Tony Gwynn, and they put a jersey together." And it plays drums and sings at the same time. No, it's uh, it's a style. A Henley is a, a type of of jersey. Looks awesome. That I love. I, I love it's like a some jersey of... with three buttons yeah. high up on the neck. They they run a little small usually. The give the shirt giveaway. So if you're a portly fellow, uh, may want to. I go did have a couple out. of people on X who said, unfortunately, I'm a triple XL, and yeah, it's tough on the giveaway items well, on just some en- of them. Yeah. Enjoy the bobbleheads, guys. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. August twentieth, Manny Machado collectible pin. If you're a pin person, some people wear like lanyards with pins so and they this decorate. Cool. They have a whole series of the Padres pins this year. Disney people some, love pins. Some are theme nights only, which we can probably get to those in a few minutes, but this one is an all fan giveaway. Okay. August twenty second, uh Fernando Tetis Junior City Connect bucket hat. So kind of the counterpart to last bucket hat. Liam Gallagher, Joe Musgrove, and Fernando Tatis Jr., I submit, are the only three people that look good in a bucket hat in the world. And a lot of people try it. And good for you. More power to you. You have some hats that are... I wear my bucket hat every single day on my dog walk. It is. A t- it's a tough, tough... Will I go with the pink one or not? Oh, yeah. It's dope. But for not for you, for Fernando Tatis Jr. <laughs> He'll look good. In, but Bo will look good in it. My kids will look good in it. You will not look good in it. Randy Jones won't look good in it. Mike Schilt will not look good in this. Okay? August. Ben Fritz will not look good in this thing. All right? August 25th, the kids give away a Padres tin lunchbox. Ooh, old really? Old school. An old school lunchbox? lunchbox. Oh, that's killer. One looks like it's got Fernando, you, oh. and X, uh, X on it. My and kids the other are going to flip. Got Kim, Manny, and... Is that Cronenworth? That is badass. Retro. I love that. And then in September, on September 4th, a City Connect hoodie. That was always Bob Melvin's favorite last year, so he didn't wear the City Connect jersey. He wore the the City Connect hoodie. hoodie. Uh, Carlos, you're right. LL Cool J also added to the looks good in the bucket hat list. I love the giveaway hoodies. Uh, Oh, they're they're so good. And they are great. That one's sharp. Bob Denver. Gilligan did not look good. (laughs) You don't think so? God, no. 
And he was like the first. Him, Dick Cavett, I'm like, uh, Woody Allen? No. You don't look good in it. There's four people on the planet that look good on it. And then finally, September 18th, a Fernando Tatis Jr. Platinum Glove bobblehead stretching out with a platinum-colored glove to make a terrific catch in the outfield. Oh, mama. That I will definitely need as well. All right, these are good, man. I, I can recall when I moved here. Uh, people being way up in arms about some of the giveaways. They, they have really done a good job on these. Now, doesn't translate to any wins. Uh, I understand that. But this is something that, that every baseball team does, and I think the Padres are getting it right uh, in, in their giveaways. Right there now. will also be a drone show on April 1st to celebrate Petco Park's 20th anniversary postgame, you know, after it's dark. And those, have you seen one of those? I I've seen it. videos of them where they program, like, Hundreds of drones in the sky, and then with different lights, and they're coordinated. That's cool. and it can It's amazing what, what can be done. There's a couple of fireworks nights, and then there's also the theme games, as Don and Mud always remind you. Need to buy a theme game ticket yes. for those. Uh, some of the theme games include uh, Hello Kitty, the Player Pin Series that we mentioned earlier, a Harry Potter, and a Star Wars theme game night cool. coming up in 2024. We've got- I, was, I was looking through the uh, theme games yep. yesterday, and they also have, like, all the, they have out at the park. They have German Heritage Celebration oh, Night, Jewish Heritage Celebration Night, Puerto Rican Heritage Celebration Night. It goes on. Scottish Heritage, Filipino Heritage, Mexican Heritage, and then I saw Italian yes. Heritage Night. We got to get. Ita- we got to get our boy there. Italian Paul needs to be there. Now here's the thing. What fan? Uh, what team is he a fan of? The Mets. He grew up a Mets fan. Yeah, he's a Mets fan. Well, Italian Heritage Night is Friday, <laughs> August 23rd. Against the Mets. Against the New York Mets. Wow. That is fantastic. We need to get him in a tracksuit, the whole thing. <laughs> Just out there running around the concourse. Uh, hey. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? <laughs> uh, uh, you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you motherfucker. <laughs> Don't make me get the... <laughs> Oh, God, I love that guy. I wish we were best friends, me and that guy. Hey, where's the freaking gabagoo? <laughs> no, no, uh, somebody just asked in the chat, no towel giveaways? They usually do a towel. No beach towel. No beach towel. That's odd. That's I odd. don't think they did. They have a beach towel last year? I don't know. I don't remember. They used to be every single year there would be a beach towel when I go to Jack Murphy growing up. Have you uh, uh, softened on your uh, give like the giveaway stance? I can re- vividly recall a time when I was like, I don't care about this. I just want wins. Like I was definitely that guy. I had kids, and then it all changed. Now I'm like just checking off the boxes of all the stuff I want to get for my kids. Not necessarily me, but for for my kids. Now I'm like, ooh, great. Like, but I can. I mean, would I give up every giveaway for, for a win? Like, yes, oh, of course. Know, more yes. wins, of course I of would. Course. But I've also realized, as I explained in the beginning. One doesn't have anything to do with another. Correct. And it's okay to expect your team to both be successful on the field and to put together a good promotional lineup for fans who do care about such a thing. Got an interesting question in the chat that I think we should talk about and address. MCO tweets, how do we buy tickets to the games in Korea? What's going on with the the Korean series against the Dodgers? I've seen... I mean, it doesn't surprise me because we get upset about a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. It's the it's the you get hurt over this, and over. This, this might be something we need to go to the top and talk to Eric Gruppner about, about at some point. Okay. I I remember when it first was announced. I looked it up, and they playing at the uh, the Gio Chuck Sky Dome, which is where Hassan Kim's team played. 
And I looked at it and it goes, there's like 18,000 seats. That's a very small stadium. Yeah, Mexico I mean, City wasn't that's, that big that's either. Like, that's like a bit. That's like but a that's, basketball arena. Like Crypto.com Arena seats more than eighteen thousand. So this is smaller than an NBA venue, and they're playing a baseball game. You figure a lot of people in Korea are going to want to go to this game. They yeah, obviously. Never had a Major League Baseball game before, so tickets are already going to probably be very tough to get for people who are there in Korea. How many can they set aside for fans coming over from you know L.A. and San Diego to follow that? I don't know, but I knew that that would be something would be a bit of an issue in getting to the game, even if you wanted to go to Korea uh, to get access to the tickets. So I, I don't know what the current status is, and we'll need to find out more about that. Yeah, I, I don't know what it is either. I wasn't planning on going, so I didn't really do a deep dive into it. Exactly. All right, we'll come back. Take on Woods. Uh, more coming up next year on The Fam. Call from Mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Farmers Insurance Open. Cut down day was yesterday. I want to get into a little bit of the golf, but Paul says, why don't we take Gary's phone call? He's been hanging okay. on for like the entire show. Sorry about that, Gary. Gary, thank you for calling. Uh, welcome to Ben and Woods. Good morning. How are you? I'm very good, uh, guys. Uh, it's good to hear your voice. I was just listening uh, on the, the part where you were talking about the the whole Andy Rooney, the IT thing. Yeah. And, I was on my way back home. I I, I was just at uh, breakfast, and I almost did an asner to be coffee through the nose. Uh, is this Langer? <laughs> is this Gary Lang? 
This is Gary Lang. Gary Langer. Sweet Angel Lang. Gary Lang is one of our uh, Fantasy Camp participants as well. Uh, Gary, we talked about you at Fantasy Camp a little bit um, when we were there last week. Just one of my favorite human beings uh, alive. You told us when we were out there, I always want to call in, but I'm, I don't know, I've never been too comfortable doing it. We said, you give it a call in. You said you got. Let's get back from fantasy camp, and you better call in, and you waited until Friday. I love it. I love it, Gary. Uh, uh, you doing good? I, I'm, I'm doing actually uh, quite well. I was, uh, I was telling a couple of the guys that, that morning, a week ago today, as a matter of fact, right before our uh, game, I was kind of feeling my wife a little bit, and I said, you know, I know you're there, honey. I'm going to see if I can do the best I can uh, w- with the game. Got the two hits, and I was pretty happy. Uh, I really was uh, uh, I really was lifted up by that. You are the best. Man, Gary lost his wife last year. She was a, a huge tier one of our show as well, and uh, just one of the best human beings that you will ever meet. No one has ever, ever beat Gary Lang into the clubhouse. And we do morning radio from Fantasy Camp. We're there early. And Langer beats us every single day. The dude is there getting his body ready, getting his mind right. He was always there right away. Yep. And the one that always surprised me every single morning that was there early, like before us most days, Heath Bell. Yeah. yeah, and either. I didn't. I didn't expect to throw Heath BP Bell in the cages to anybody that wanted to get to be the work. super duper early riser. But yeah, he was there like crack of dawn every single day. Now, Gary, he just mentioned he had two big hits in that game on Friday last week. That was the stadium game, championship day, or fifth place championship day if you were our teams. Because I was playing against Gary, he had a two run double or three run double. Gary, like late in the game. Hey, yeah, it was a it was a two run double. Uh, I think uh, Asher he uh, he held up Troy because I think the ball was coming in. Otherwise, I was well. And Troy Hirsch can't run either. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. <laughs> you know, Troy Hirsch was uh, was a little bit injured, man. Uh, but man, I'm proud oh, of okay. you. Proud to know you, and I uh, look forward to seeing you next year. And thanks so much for calling uh, the show for your first time, bro. We love you. Love you guys too, and have a great one. All right, man. Thank you, you Gary. Love the Langer, man. He's the goat. The best. If the you uh, if you want to get online for Take on Woods, we'll play here in a couple of minutes. Eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Yesterday, cut down day at the Farmers Insurance Open, and, and scores have been pretty decent because of the softer greens uh, that helps out pros. The rain lets them go right at pins, so there were a lot of birdies. But what's interesting is you had seventy nine players make the cut. And they're all within nine strokes of the lead. A leader, uh, Steven Yeager from Germany, is at 12 under. He eagled his last hole in the north course to shoot a 64 yesterday. But, like, if you're in last place, if you made the cut, you're still in striking distance. You know, there have been plenty of guys who come back from nine strokes over the weekend to win a tournament. So, literally, everybody remaining in the Farmers Insurance Open can be considered a threat this weekend. And you had some cool moments. I don't know if you saw it, but Hideki Matsuyama, Ace. the 2020. Masters champion had a hole in one on the par three eighth hole on the south course. Uh, if you've played that hole, you'll know you can't see it go in. It's an uphill par three, but the crowd gave him the reaction. And what stunned me about that, never had one before on the that's, PGA Tour. That's bananas. Uh, and he'd only had like three just playing like casually in his life before that. A guy who's won the Masters, who yes. plays golf probably <laughs> almost every day. And, you know, shoots it right at the hole almost so every single time dude. Yes. had only made three holes in one in his life and never in a, a pga tour event so 
that tells you how hard and how kind of random hole-in-ones can be. But uh, that helped him get to seven under. That's where Xander Shoffley is at after a four under on the north. He's tied for 10th at seven under. So is Charlie Hoffman, a couple of San Diego guys. I love it. But they're not the uh, the low locals. That honor belongs to Michael Kim from Torrey Pines High School, kind of making a comeback after he had... uh, he won a tournament in 2018, and then he like missed what was it like 42 of 43 cuts. His game just left him, and he's come back and has been playing really well lately. Uh, did last week as well. Eagled 18 out of the bunker on the south, long bunker shot that he rolled in for eagle to get to nine under. He's tied for fifth with Tony Finau, and you've got a ton of international players. There are 11 different countries represented in the top 10. Right now, because of ties for 10th, uh, including, as I said, Jaegers from Germany. Then Nikolai Hoygaard from Denmark is second. Matthew Pavone from France is third. Thomas Detry from Belgium is also tied for third. You've got Emiliano Grillo from Argentina. Aaron Rye from England. Mackenzie Hughes from from Canada. I don't see any Welsh flags on the top ten, but Sam it is. Fire push screen, just go get it. Queen drop off, Lanta Silio, go go go. It's essentially the United Nations at the top of the leaderboard at the Farmers Insurance Open. Yeah, should uh, make for an interesting finish the next couple of days, Benny. I have Finau in my league, so I'm very very happy with where he sits. I need him to to keep cranking, cranking. Obviously, it'd be great to see uh, one of the local guys. I'm pulling for it, Michael but, Kim, of course. Uh, you man. know, not only because I went to Torrey Pines High School, but. Love that comeback story. He's also really good on social media. If you dude. follow him on on X, he's just kind of open about you know what goes on behind the scenes. He's funny, humble, witty. I, I like Michael Kim, and I'll be pulling for him this weekend uh, to see if he can get back into the winner's circle on the PGA Tour. Uh, he's not the only Kim that was in the golf news yesterday. Did you see Anthony Kim is plotting a comeback? You remember Anthony Kim? Were you a golf fan at all? I don't like ten years ago. He was the hot young player on the PGA Tour. His brash, you know, flashy, uh, you know, was winning and was just kind of looked like he was going to start dominating. And like Michael Kim, his game left him, and then he disappeared like for a decade. Like no one saw him; he was gone. But apparently, he's been playing again and is plotting a comeback. Maybe PGA Tour, maybe live. But it's very intriguing, especially for people in the golf world, to wonder what has happened to Anthony Kim. Can he come back and play like he did before? People were thinking like this could be like the successor to Tiger. Yeah. You know, back ten years ago, as Tiger was kind of going through his troubles, like Anthony Kim might be the next big thing, and then just poof, the game disappeared, and he disappeared, and it was gone. And golf is such a weird sport. I can like relate, that, actually. Yeah, where you think you got it, and then it is. Where did it go? Where did my game go? And they can't find it, and it's you're in the forest, and you are lost. And sometimes you get it back, and sometimes you never get it back. Uh, David Duvall yes, was uh, Scotty, number was one, one in, the world, in the world, and then he went through that dark period. Uh, there was Ian Baker Finch, who won the major. He's a golf commentator now. He went through a period where he couldn't break 80. Right. Uh, you know, on the PGA Tour, he's in these majors shooting like 86, and you're going like, this is embarrassing. How does this happen to guys? And it always fascinates me. Where golf is so mental, and you just get on the wrong track, and it is crazy. So, a lot of people were talking about that Anthony Kim story yesterday in the golf world as well. Yeah, man, excited to see how this uh, this shakes out. You'll be out there Saturday. Yes, I will be tomorrow uh, out there uh, doing tomorrow, the emceeing yeah. for the awards ceremony. Beautiful at the end of the uh, the tournament. So Make sure say you hi give him you see a, me. a pat on his butt. You will. Uh, I will be inside the ropes. Oh, so whoa, hopefully you whoa, will not be able to reach whoa, me whoa, to do that. Whoa.
All right, uh, let's see. Let's get to our game. It's time to play Take on Woods. It's time for Take on Woods. 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 Uh, Let's bring on Joe as our contestant on a Friday. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. All right, uh, you are playing for the uh, the two night trip to Las Vegas and tickets to the Tom Kiefer LA Guns concert on April 11th at the Westgate Las Vegas Resort and Casino International Theater. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. We'll put you into the grand prize drawing if you can beat or tie Woods in our five question musical trivia challenge. And to give you an advantage, we will give you the category choices right now: open and shut up. Uh, those are five song titles with either the word open or the phrase shut up in the title. Spanish 101, five hit songs in the U.S. that have Spanish language titles. And our new category, Up in the Air. Uh, those are five songs or musical artists that include air more in the name. So, Joe, of Open and Shut Up, Spanish 101, or Up in the Air, what would you like to play? Go to open and shut up. Open and shut up. All right, we're stretching things a little bit today. Song titles that either include the word open or the words shut up. I always think when there's two, it's a little tougher for Woods because he doesn't get the category. I think this is a smart gameplay by you, Joe. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many as the five. Pass if you don't know an answer. We'll come back to it if there's time left on the clock. First question is the two-second song. Polly's going to play you some music. Give me the title and the artist to score that one, and then we'll go from there. Are you ready to go, Joe? Yeah, let's go. Paul, are you ready? All right, 60 seconds on the clock. Your time begins when Paul plays the music, the category open and shut up. Good luck, Joe. Let's take on Woods. Uh, open Arms Journey. Correct. Rihanna goes from 0 to 60 in 3.5 in which 2007 Dance Club number one hit? Shut Up and Drive. Correct. Scott Stapp sings about becoming a father for the first time in which song that became the only number one Billboard hit for Creed? Pass. With which 2014 anthem about letting go and having fun became the top single for the band Walk the Moon? Shut up and dance. Correct. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack topped the charts in 2021 and cleaned up at the 2022 Grammys with which song that was the debut for their super duo, Silk Sonic? Pass. Scott Stapp sings about becoming a father for the first time in which song that became the only number one Billboard hit for Creed? With arms wide open. Correct. Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack topped the charts in 2021 and cleaned up at the 2022 Grammys with which song that was the debut for their super duo, Silk mm. Sonic? Mm. Didn't get to that last one, but four is a good score today. Open arms, journey, shut up and drive with arms wide open, shut up and dance. I know we doubted Woods last time whether yeah. he'd get the last one. We'll see if I'm he can get the last again. one today. I'm doubting him again. Hang on the line, Jill. Nervous? No. Not really. You should be. Should I? <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. I All just right. found a, a picture of Uncle Chen, by the way, and I sent it to both of you on Instagram. Blasting a heater whilst running a marathon. I found <laughs> it on instant, sent it to you. Just so you have it. It's fantastic. Oh, All right. oh yeah. It's God. better than you imagined. It's so good. <laughs> 60 seconds back on the clock. You're taking on Jill. Your time begins when Paul plays the music. Good luck, Woods. Let's take on Joe. 
faithfully journey. Oh, no. Rihanna oh, goes from 0 to 60 and 3.5 in which 2007 Dance Club number one hit. Pass. Scott Stapp sings about becoming a father. With arms for the, wide open. Correct. Which 2014 anthem about letting go and having fun became the top single for the band Walk the Moon? That's their tops? Uh, that was... I thought it was... Oh, no. Um, um, something open, open, open. Or shut up and dance? Correct. Oh, Bruno Mars God. and Anderson Pack topped the charts in 2021 and cleaned up at the 2022 Grammys with which song that was the debut for their super duo, Silk Sonic? Who was it? What is it again? Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack, Silk I Sonic. Don't know. I don't know. All right, go back to Rihanna goes from 0 to 60 and 3.5 in which 2007 Dance Club number one hit. Oh, God. 0 to 60 and 3.5 open. Uh, F, I don't know. Good gameplay. So Joe picked a category. Sometimes there's two. It's open and shut up. So that was, you got shut up and dance. Shut up and dance. It was you shut don't. up and drive was Rihanna. Open arms journey with arms wide I open. Blew that one. And leave the door open was Silk Sonic, which means Joe, Joe with a score of four. Oh, man. Has taken it today and take on Woods. Congratulations, Joe. Took me to the Woods. An show. outright win, only the second outright win this year. You have Oof. qualified for the drawing for the trip to Las Vegas at the end of the month. Congratulations. Stay on the line. Paulie will get all your information during the break. Faithfully and open arms really threw me off. I, I was yeah. really, really. And it, I said it's good gameplay because blue. when it's just the one word, you can figure it out yeah, pretty quickly. But what, when it's two, when it's two, like opposites, like open and shut, Man. that can be trickier for Woods. So good gameplay by Joe today well done, on Joe. the win. All right, uh, don't do this. Is coming up next. Uh, where do we start? My God, there's a uh, uh, there was a. Kids try to get away for, with things all the time, but you have to put in at least some effort to try to get away with something you're not supposed to be doing. Correct? It's so good. It's so. I mean, if you're so smoking good. weed in your room, you stuff stuff like towels under the door crack so mom this? can't smell that. How do you know this? Because it happened in my house once. <laughs> now that's a story I need to hear. <laughs> Yeah, there's that. There was a huge brawl uh, last night in the Dominican League, and one player that we all know was taking the brunt. I think he may be innocent. We'll talk about that as well. Coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Welcome to this place. I'll show you everything. We're the arms wide open. We're the Don't do this. It's time for Don't Do This. What were you thinking? Three stories from the world of sports that make us all shake our heads. Why? How many times do I have to tell you? I'm sorry, I fudged up, guys. You idiot. You moron. You dumbass. The apple sometimes does far fall from the tree. Don't do this. Do not tweet that. With Ben and Woods. I like a Nickelback song or two. On 97.3 The Fan. 
The NFL playoffs and Super Bowl are available free from Westwood One and live here on 97.3 The Fan and on the Odyssey app. This Sunday at noon, the AFC Championship game. The Ravens hosting the Chiefs followed at 3.30 with the 49ers hosting the Lions in the NFC Championship right here on 97.3 The Fan or just download the Odyssey app. Search for 97.3 The Fan at kickoff. We will get into our picks a little bit later this morning right now though woods has got a couple of don't do this stories for us now it's a little bit visual it's actually a lot of it visual uh but it was a brawl in the venezuelan uh, winter league a couple nights ago and involved in the fight was yasiel puig so of course i see uh, talking baseball tweet out yasiel puig found himself in the middle of a brawl yet again and you see it and go oh my god and I, I, benny there's there's 70, 80 people down on the field, and it's haymaker after haymaker. It's yeah, He's only just 33. That's crazy. When was the last time he played in Major League Baseball? 2019. It, it, well, I mean, dude, the, there's a lot of the charges against him. That, this, I don't want to come on the air and say, yeah, hell yeah, Yasiel Puig. That being said, he got a little bit railroaded in, in this by the uh, talking baseball fellas, I think. They, they tweeted out, you know, Yasiel Puig finds himself in, a, in another brawl. This one, though, I saw the extended cut, and he's literally just standing there, and a guy comes up from behind, and haymaker to the back of the head. Yasiel turns around, and he's like, oh, okay, so now this is what we're going to do? I took a picture with him one time many, many years ago, um, and I put my arm on his back like to take the picture, and it, it, was, it was a little chiseled. It was like a bull. Like if you put your hands on the back of a bull. He let you touch him. I put my arm around him. Like, to take a picture. Yeah. It was like a bull. It was the most, it was like huh. sinew. It was all sinew. Sinew. It was, That's a funny word. It was, I was like, God. So, uh, guess you work out your lats and your traps, huh? I mean, he was massive. You don't, don't look. You don't have a lot of sinew. I mean, I saw you look down. It's not the same thing. Checking my sinew. So here. he, uh, actually, I think. I think he kind of got a raw deal in this one, Benny, because he uh, he certainly didn't start this fight, but boy, he helped end it, man. It was it was one of the gnarlier brawls you'll see. Uh, he is on the very, 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 very long list of people that I don't want to fight. Just yes. pretty much everybody. Yeah, that's honestly. true. That's it's, true. It's, a, it's one of the longest lists that have ever existed. And then this is absolutely incredible. Kayshawn Booty of the New England Patriots was arrested in uh, Louisiana on Thursday. State police were informed by a gambling company. They showed over 8,900 bets were placed by him. He was charged with one Damn. felony count of computer fraud, one, mis- one misdemeanor count of gambling underage. His bets ran the gamut from teams around the uh, NCAA to the NFL, including bets on a- his own LSU arrested Tigers. Arrested is the part that... I mean, I can see why it's against the rules, and you know, you're not supposed to bet whether you're a college or professional athlete on sports. Yeah, it's just and, says, and, and you can be like suspended and kicked out. Is he? Did he do anything illegal? Though? Yeah, he, underage gambling. If you underage, underage drink, gambling. you get a, you get arrested or a ticket or I something. Guess so. Yeah, but it's not. This isn't like you know jail time. Or I, something I, like this wouldn't. Pro- I wouldn't think probation. But this is nuts, man. Records claim that in 2022 and 23, Booty placed over $636,000 in bets, losing a total of 81000 in the process. 
also placed specific bets on himself that did not go well. Uh, he bet he would score a touchdown and rack up 82.5 yards against Florida State on September 4th, part of an eight-leg parlay. He did not hit that parlay, by the way. Uh, but this is the don't do – well, there's a lot of don't do this in the story, but this one is number one. While placing more than his you know 8,900 bets while underage, he used accounts with the username Booty 7 and – to throw them off the scent, Kayshawn Booty 01, <laughs> according to the affidavit. How about anything else? How about Dill Hole 69? Just go with that. How about Billy Ray Jim Bob 44? You can be anyone you want on those. I like, I could start. I, I, don't yes. have a, I don't have a gambling account, but I could bet on all kinds of baseball and be like Freddie Freeman 06. Yes. Yeah. yeah. You could. <laughs> Mookie Betts. Oh, that's a clever one. Mookie Betts, Triple X, <laughs> not even for strikes. Playing bowling, not for that, but... Not Austin Barnes. Not Austin Barnes. <laughs> Mookie Betts, Betts. Mookie Betts, Betts. Ooh. Yeah, Mookie Betts. I didn't even get that the first time yeah. you said it. Mookie's Betts. Mookie's Betts. Mookie's Betts. So, yeah, that's a huge no-no. I, I don't know, again, what the repercussions are going to be, but is he? In, do you think he's going to be in trouble from the, the Patriots? It's a brand new well, era, you know, I mean, in, in New sure England. I'm sure they don't want their players being arrested for anything. Yeah, that's true. So in, in that sense, yes. And if he's still betting on games in the NFL, again, that's bad, too. Then again, my friends, he uh, he was a six-round pick. He had his, finished his rookie season. He had two catches for 19 yards. I don't know that he's going to be, you know, it's something they're going to wring their hands over. All right, finally, I, I don't know if this is a do-do-this or a don't-do-this. Well, let's play D.D. Mega Doo-Doo because we know the kids love it. D.D. Mega Doo-Doo. But there's certainly been a lot of people who have been um, criticizing actress Alyssa Milano <laughs> for something she did. And I, I don't. I honestly, I don't have a problem with it. And I think the overreaction maybe of the don't-do-this. But so I, we see this all the time that... Kids, uh, you know, they're on a baseball team, travel team, and they make a big tournament, Little League World Series, whatever, and they do fundraisers to try to help pay for the team to get there, whether they're selling candy bars, you know, raising money online. It happens all the time. Her son's baseball team is going on a trip to Cooperstown to play in a tournament, and they're trying to raise money, so she just tweeted out, like, hey, we're doing this, we got this uh, GoFundMe, and if you want to contribute... You can contribute about the team. Make a donation here. She got absolutely lit up, though, because she's... she was the main character yesterday. She was the main. She was character. on the internet. On Twitter, she was yeah. the internet main character. Uh, comments have been uh, turned off. I think now people like would look up like what's her net worth? It's, Ten million you know, is what they. Well, said. That's what it said on the internet. I, you don't know if that's real. By the way, or I, uh, not. I did the exact is, same thing. I went she, immediately and looked it up. Is she responsible for paying, even if she is worth $10 million, is she responsible for paying for the whole team to get there? Or is she doing a nice thing for the other parents who may not be as easily able to afford the team's trip and I've going, been, hey, I can use my platform to help other parents be able to pay for, even though we can afford it, maybe the other parents need some help, so I will use my platform to help Help our fundraising efforts. I have a problem with this at all, but people went nuts making it seem as though that that this is the worst thing you should ever do. If if you don't want to donate to her team, don't donate to her team. That's absolutely fine. Does it mean if but you're if it, you're rich you have to pay for everyone's your everyone's at, Cooper Scout trip zone as well? Yes. Uh, now I've been told today that I am responsible. So I, I actually going to think I think Alyssa Milano should just pay everyone's fare. 
to Cooperstown and whatnot. I mean, what? How rich is rich? If you uh, if you pay for everyone's everything, you won't, you won't be rich that long. I mean, this is how the rich stay rich. She's not like the A list superstar Taylor Swift making. You know, billions of dollars every year. She's Taylor a, Swift could pay for every little she's league team to go to Cooperstown this year. A pat, yeah. you know, an actress who had most of her big roles were long ago. Just like it, you know, like the fantasy baseball players. Yeah, you know, like they're not. You know, they played a long time ago, and while they're famous, they're not necessarily rich because they didn't make as much money back then. I'm sure Alyssa Milano didn't make as much for Who's the Boss as people in the you know entertainment industry are making today. Yeah, it's a, it was a, a weird. I thought the, I, think I side with Ben on this one. I thought the reaction was a little weird. It was a little bit over the top. I mean, she's got. I just looked it up. I had no idea about the story. She got three and a half million followers on Twitter when she put that out there. Now. Obviously, she got dragged for that, but that link got viewed by 6.4 million people. Mission accomplished. So I guess that worked out, but I don't, I mean, I don't think there's any question. Like, she would pay for her kid to go, but she just wanted to raise money and and help out the other kids. I think that's totally okay. I mean, if she didn't do it, and what would all the other parents think? She's not even helping us raise money at all. All she had to have to do is, like, send one tweet. She could help us all out, and she won't even do that. Uh, You're in a kind of a tough spot as a parent. In that situation. Well, one thing I've learned about parenthood is you're pretty much always in a tough spot. You're just always in a tough spot one way or the other. Um, and that is certainly no different. Yeah, I mean, she's not, I mean, she's trending right now still on Twitter. Um, I, I don't have a problem with it. Uh, Bo is doing a jogathon. Hannah's going to share the link, I'm sure. Don't, you don't have to contribute. I don't care. You want to? Go ahead. If you don't, don't. But you also don't have to drag Woods for an entire day on social media. I mean, if, if they do send out that tweet, g- Google my net worth, <laughs> and you'll know why I'm not contributing I'm a lot to do the that right, right now. Stephen Woods' net worth fourteen hundred sixteen million dollars. Thank you. Oh man, it's been a good year in the stock market. <laughs> my NFTs finally paid off, and. I'm feeling this good. may be a different Stephen Woods. Potentially. Who is that guy? <laughs> Stephen Woods' net worth is $16 million. But who is He's he? a Canadian entrepreneur. Ooh, he co-founded sorry. Quack.com. Sorry. I thought that was Stephen Woods from Team Italy in the World Baseball That's Classic. That's right. Another Stephen Woods. What's your net worth? What is our, how do you calculate your net worth? I have no idea. Literally probably $1,400. That's probably my net worth. Higgins' net Oh, but the bachelor. Doesn't matter. That's We're just not going to happen. Net worth of. Uh, I don't see where my net worth is. About $550,000. Okay. That's not great. Very good. I'm not going to be able to retire on that. That's The Bachelor. That's The Bachelor. We he, know he makes. I mean, he made. I got his podcast checks. He was getting grand? like a quarter for his podcast checks. Yeah. This company sent me his checks instead of him. <laughs> And I had to give him back, even though it was tempting because I remember. Does everyone remember the story? They, they, because his podcast was put out through the same company I worked for in the past, they still had my information. And they literally sent me checks for twenty to $30,000 multiple times, <laughs> made out to me, to like my name, my social security number, and everything. There was nothing stopping me other than the knowledge that. I didn't earn this money, and it belongs to someone else. And I, I did not cash it. I gave it back. Yeah, it's not her job to pay for every kid and every parent. It is not. Yeah. She was just doing them a solid. Yeah, just, I'm just going to share the link. Good Lord. All right, let's, uh, let's get to our... People mad about stuff? Let's get to our picks. Just, I want to get it over with because <laughs> I'm not having any fun this postseason. <laughs> 
with my selections. Can we'll, we skip uh, our picks next year? Maybe. As I've been begging yeah. you to do maybe for five years. Maybe right. we can, but we got to finish them out this year because Paulie right. wants to win his $20. That's true. It's $20 each, right? Yeah. yeah. It's $40. It's $40 yeah. total coming yeah, up. It's in not this, over uh, yet. Let's unless not, we can uh, pull off a miracle here, Woods. Don't, We're go in trouble. Spend, don't go spending that money just yet. Buddy. All right. It's coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Maybe I don't really want to know how you got in girls. What a weird confluence of events. This is uh this is mine and my six year old's almost six year old's song. This is our song together. And uh, I just got a message from my wife. They're going into his school right now. And that, that just randomly popped up. He asked me, Dad, can you play Live Forever for me? And I said, sure. And I just forgot about it. But it just popped up. He's going into school right now. He's picking up his. He's doing. The, they're doing an assembly. And he's getting his Independent Thinker Award. So shout out to, to my little goat. Uh, Bo Woods getting his independent thinker work. Don't know what it means. Don't ask. I was me. just going to ask you know what, what examples. Did. I don't know of what it means, but thinking. he is an independent thinker. He is an independent thinker for sure. So good luck today, buddy. I wish I could be there, but I gotta. I gotta be here. You sent him a nice cameo. I did a little cameo for him. Do you charge him the full amount, or do you give him a discount? <laughs> he gets no discounts, dude. <laughs> Zero. Zero. And then I just saw a really nice picture of our. Our beloved Ben Higgins with a guy named Jack. Yeah, I didn't get his name. Well, so, yeah, this happened as I was pulling in to the uh, the parking area for the farmers and the media parking lots at the Hilton Hotel. And they were supposed to have my name on a list, and they didn't have it on the list. And it was – I was – Driving around in circles, and there was a lot oh, of confusion going on. No. And Jack, while I'm trying to deal with this, runs up. Hey, do you mind if I get a picture? And I think it's fine. It was not. It was no problem. Oh, but I was like in the torture chamber, and all of a sudden, I'm smiling through the window of my car as he's taking a selfie. I was actually hoping that. Okay, does this prove to you that I may be in the media when people are taking selfies with me in my car? Can you just let me into the parking lot at this point? You know, the lessons of Paulie, <laughs> let's talk about this for a minute. The lessons I've learned about Ben Higgins this week. 
He is more unapproachable than I had originally thought. <laughs> he's more... We always knew he was pretty un- unapproachable. He's... You're really... I, are you letting celebrity get to you a little bit? <laughs> no. Delilah, the whole thing. Is it all getting to you? Hey there, Delilah. I just feel like... I mean, if you're going to be a celebrity, it would be nice to have some of the perks of being a celebrity. Like Like having your name on a list. When you get to the parking area, they just wave you in. Oh, Mr. Higgins, good to see you. Just come right on in. As opposed to sitting there for 15 minutes while they look for a list that does not exist and they can't find your name. And other people are coming and taking your picture. It's like, great. I have nowhere else to be. I have plenty of time to take pictures. And and that was fine. Kurt in the chat says, Ben is a low-key celebrity. I disagree (laughs) 1,000%. The lowest of key, apparently. (laughs) Holy cow. So they they just forgot your name. You know what? It was apparently they just wanted me to take the ticket as I went in. It said on the, like, they send you an email, and it said, check in, they will give you, the, your name will be on a list, and they'll open the thing for you, and you go in. Don't take a ticket, because mm. you won't, you don't pay when you come out. You killed You know me. what the parking is costing? Like, if you paid for the parking there for the tournament? How much? $135 okay. to park your car. So, but you, so what... So I didn't want to pay $135 to park my car couldn't you have to go to work ex- for two hours. Couldn't you have gotten it expensive? No. Are, are you kidding me? There's no way I would get approved for $135 parking to go do a live shot for an hour at the golf course. So what happened? So I eventually, I did just say, they said, just take the ticket, go in, and then when you come out, they'll give you like a key fob, and they did let me out. I had to have someone actually walk with me back, though, from the media center all the way to the parking lot to let me out so I didn't have to pay $135 to get out of the parking lot. So you know, what, you know what we need in the press is what they used to have. We all need to wear fedoras with that little thing press. that, no, it goes in the hat. Yeah, right, yeah. The press, the press yeah. thing. Man, I'm sorry. You've had a rough week out there at the Farmer's. It's not rough. It's fine. No, you're it's still getting, beautiful. It's Story Pines. It's you lovely. You are getting hassled by fans. It's not hassled. Day, no, just Well, you said, that off, you said that off the air. A pro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> off the air, he said hassled yesterday, selfies, um, and not on the parking list. I'm sorry. And you're going out tomorrow. Now, you're the MC. They should roll out the red carpet for the MC, in my we'll opinion. We'll see. We if will I can see even you. get into the parking area. Wow. It's a tough scene. It's a tough, tough scene. What are Uh, we doing here? We're going to do our NFL picks right after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fam. Speaking of the NFL, today is the day you wait all week. Finally, 7 o'clock tonight. Kick off with Boomer and Valenti right here on 97.3 The Fan. They'll give you their picks, probably worth more than ours. Analyze both of the games coming up on Sunday. You can catch it here. You can catch it on the Odyssey app, and it is always free. Presented nationally by Casamigos Tequila. Casamigos brought to you by those who drink it and by Lowe's. Lowe's knows home improvement. So Paulie's got the lead. He's got eight points so far through the first two rounds of the postseason. Woodsy is in second place. You've got five points. That's striking distance. I've got one point, and I am really not even in contention. Now, this round is worth three points each. So even if I got both right and Pauly got both of them wrong, I still can't even take I can't even take the lead going into the Super Bowl. So I need some catching up. Pauly, because you're ahead, you will go first on the first game selection, then Woods, then me. 
Uh, it is the AFC Championship, the Baltimore Ravens hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. And what uh, what's the current line that we're going with? Four? I've got the line at Baltimore minus four. Four for the Ravens. So you can go either way on this one. Home team, Chiefs, what are you going to pick, Paulie? Oh, I am pretty confident in this one. And there's probably a part of me that's betting with my heart here because I'm just so over the Kansas City Chiefs. I don't need to see them in the Super Bowl again. I don't need to see Patrick Mahomes. As a Swifty, I'm surprised. I'm very surprised. Love her. Can't I get, stand Travis Kelsey. I don't need to see Jason Kelsey. She's not shirtless. good enough. He's, he's People not acted good enough like Jason Kelsey was the first person to ever take his shirt off at a football game. Jesus, God. All right, well. I'm over it. You don't think he's a good fit? For her? Oh, I think he's a tool. Wow. I'm surprised. We've talked about this. You th- you also think that. I think he's fine. Just, I have audio I can find of you <laughs> hating Travis Kelsey. I don't hate him. I don't hate anybody. I, I don't hate him, but I think she can do better. Oh, yeah. I kind of like them together. I've said that before. I kind of like them together. I don't it doesn't it. matter. What's your pick? Anyways, I'm going to go with Baltimore, uh, not just because I want the Chiefs season to uh, end, but I do think Lamar Jackson is just that dude. He is so fun to watch. Okay. I think them at home, their defense is good enough to hang with the Chiefs. I think Lamar Jackson takes over like he did last week. I'll take Baltimore minus four. Woodsy? So, I mean, I obviously need to pick the opposite. You don't need to. You're only three points back. You you, you can pick the opposite on the other game, or you can just be down three going into the Super Bowl, pick the opposite there, and still win. True. If you stay within striking distance. All right, then I'm going to take the Ravens uh, as well, minus four. Thank God, because I need to make up ground on both (laughs) of you, which even though I kind of agree... And I keep expecting the Chiefs to be the team that we watched in the regular season. It was a very, at least for the Chiefs, a mediocre team in the regular season. They've been undeniably really good the last two weeks. Yeah, though. They so really good last week. I guess I will hope that that Chiefs team shows up one Not more a bad time. Pick, getting points, and you know we've known the. The history of playoff success is not Mar Jackson. Uh, you know, last week was great, but if that team shows up and the Chiefs' good team shows up, they can win or at least cover the four. So I can talk myself into a pick that I have to make either way because I have to make up ground. So I will take the Kansas City Chiefs and thanks, get the four thanks, points. Ben. Yeah, you're welcome. All right, uh, great pick. Second game since Woods, you are second in the standings. You'll go first, then I'll go, and Polly gets to go last on this one. Lions have moved into uh, now seven and a half point underdogs at the San Francisco 49ers in the three thirty NFC Championship game. It's been the hardest. This is this tough. has been the hardest one ever, and it. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and roll with the Niners as much as I don't want to. Thought you were gonna, gonna go Lions. I'm gonna roll with the Niners. I, I think I as much as I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions, I really am. I need to be smart here. I'm gonna take the uh, I'm gonna take the Niners, and it's seven and a half now. Jeez. All right, yeah, I'll take it. Ah, I wish I knew who Paulie was gonna pick because I want to pick the Niners. But if he picks the Niners, I would love that opportunity to at least cheer the for the Lions. Because who doesn't want to cheer for the Lions? <laughs> no kidding. We all want to cheer for the Lions. Of course. To me, though, the Lions are – we've seen this story so many times in sports. If you're a San Diego sports fan, you know how this story usually ends. There's only so far you can get. And then you hit your head hits the ceiling. Yep. And everything comes crashing back to reality. And I can see the Detroit Lions fans celebrating that time they got to the NFC Championship game 
you know, tw- 20 years ago. Hey, it's the 20-year anniversary of the NFC Championship It makes me that got destroyed by the 49ers. I am bummed if he's picking <laughs> my the exact playoffs. pick, though. That, I, fading you has been really good in this. I will, uh, I will take the 49ers <sighs> and give the 7.5 and, and, and hope that Polly takes the Lions here. Polly. Taking the Lions. Yes. I already had okay. it written down before the picks were right, made. Okay. Um, I think they are a very good football team. They are. So are the 49ers. No doubt about and it. And I won't be surprised, I guess, if it's a you know three or two or three point or score difference between San Francisco just blowing them out. But I think the Lions can hang. I wasn't super impressed with the 49ers last week. They beat Green Bay by three, I think. Yep. You're giving me seven and a half points. I'll take Dan Campbell's right. Lions. Obviously, if the Lions keep it close, I will be eliminated by Pauly, but I will also be really happy for the Lions. 100%. So it'll be a nice consolation prize on Monday if we're talking about a Lions Super Bowl because we were wrong, Woodsy, and the 49ers did not beat the Detroit Lions in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, I uh, I think... Yeah, honestly, I just I really hope that both of these games are amazing. That's what I, I really hope because... Playoffs started really slowly, uh, and they've gotten progressively better and better. And it, yeah, I feel like that's usually the case. Uh, but there's potential. I feel like there's potential in both of these games for a blowout, and that's it, not what I it want. It made it a little bit easier to pick the Niners with Debo Samuel returning to practice yesterday. Yeah. I know a lot of people think that it may be a bit of a decoy, and he's not going to be the key member of the offense that they, he has been because of the shoulder injury. He they've, didn't. They've got a, they got enough, though. They have enough without They Debo. do. They do. But he is certainly a weapon. My God, and, dude, just Purdy to Kittle and then Purdy to McCaffrey gets it done. <laughs> and Brandon Ayuk as well. I mean, they've got enough to get it done. Really, no excuses. If you're a Niners fan right now, there's no excuses. I understand Debo is not 100%. There's not a guy on that field that's 100%. Not one. And and you've got it's not a, like you can't just not guard him when he's yeah, 100%, out there. Man. He's still going to command respect 100%. on the field. I think for me, if, I mean, if we're picking money line, I'd probably ride San Francisco. Sure, it's seven and a half. Seven and a half, a lot, a lot, of, lot points. of points. And you know, the Lions have a little bit of that Cinderella story to them, but this isn't a team that like backed into the playoffs with a losing record right. and is just happy to be happy there. to be there. They're a good football team, exactly and right. I just don't see Dan Campbell letting them get blown out, but. That wouldn't surprise me if it's a two or three score. Yeah, difference. I said over and over. As much as my heart wants to bet the Lions, I could see myself coming in here, money. You guys, you guys are like, really, moron? They lost by twenty one. I mean, I, I don't want it. It worked out perfectly it. for me last week. I had Green Bay plus nine or something. Yep. I figured San Francisco would win. Sure. Nine points in the playoffs is they a kept lot. It close, yeah, it was it was good games, man. That's that's what I want. The most. Also had one NFL coaching hire yesterday. The Atlanta Falcons. After interviewing Bill Belichick twice, I don't get this. Hired Raheem Morris as their new head coach. Just adding to the just absolute bizarreness of this whole situation that Bill Belichick's out in New England and he interviews for the Atlanta Falcons job, and then he doesn't even get the Atlanta Falcons job. Is that it for Bill Belichick? Don't you think if you're Bill Belichick, you can just you're handed any you th- job you, you want? thought? <laughs> I, we all thought it. You know that that everybody would be you know, lucky to have him and and. Bring him back in, but I don't know, man. I think um, I think I, I saw reports of him sitting out a year, you know. But it's like, okay, Does he, is he more attractive after he sits out a year? I though? have no idea. I have no idea. But Raheem Morris wasn't. He was already with the Falcons at one point, wasn't he? He was an assistant, assistant wasn't he? There, yeah, and then they brought him back. Okay, and then uh, was 
He was the defensive coordinator for the Rams last season. A lot of people think very highly of Raheem Morris around the league. Yeah, that's for sure. sure. Uh, we'll see. They decided not to give an aging Bill Belichick, whatever, three years to see what he could do. Yep. They wanted to go in a different direction. They just call him, hey, Bill, we decided we're going to go in a different direction. We're going to go with goes, Raheem. All right, 28-3. Okay. to three. Have a good one, guys. Yeah, just hangs up the phone. <laughs> All right, we'll come back. Uh, We've got two hours remaining on the program. Uh, We'll reset things when we return. It's Ben Woods on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Coming up on a Friday, Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Save that. Save that. home on a Friday, Friday, Ben and Woods, 97.3 The Fan. Great to be here with you guys. And uh, as usual, you know, we, we know it's it's pretty slow in our favorite sport with our favorite team. Uh, do appreciate you guys hanging in and, and checking in, being on the YouTube feed. The chat is just massively active. I don't know what you deviants do all day, but many of you have four hours to spend in a YouTube chat, and that will forever blow my mind. Uh, can't thank you enough. For that, certainly. I'm Woodsy. That's Paul Rindle. He's the uh, executive producer. Benjamin Higgins, your friendly neighborhood sports anchor, uh, joins us as well. Maybe we're to blame for the slow baseball offseason. Everybody's just in the chat, and no one's getting any uh, now, signings done A.J. Right Preller's not in the he chat. He might be. That would be weirder than I mean, hell. let's look at some of the names. Who could be A.J. Preller? Do we know everybody in this chat? Pretty much. Jose Francisco Jr. Could that be AJ Preller's pseudonym? I guess it could on be. the chat. I guess it could be. Would would he be a gold member, or do you think he'd just be lurking oh, no, as he'd a non gold member? Lurking as a non gold, certainly. James, that's very nondescript. Cody, any of these could be AJ Preller out there. Uh, SD, chat. SD Fritz wants to know what's the name of the lead-in music at eight AM. That is Space Hog. In the meantime. And uh, is our our Friday Friday song. Michael says, I'm A.J. Preller in our chat. Ah, Balsamic Vinny says, I'm A.J. Preller. What? Get to work. No, I'm A.J. Preller. Get busy. Get busy living or get busy dying, as the great uh, Red said. We, so we did finally get that uh, Jeff Passan article printed out to tell us where everybody is going to sign. Spoiler alert, he didn't actually say where everyone was going uh, to sign. The old media trick. But he did make an interesting comparison between the 2018 offseason and the 2024 offseason. And 2018 was also uh, a offseason. If you'll remember, that was our, wasn't that our first offseason together as a show? Yeah. And it was also notoriously slow. Nothing was going on. It was dragging along, and all the big names were still available with three weeks to go before spring training. And yep. just like this yeah, offseason... 2018 into 2019? Yeah. yeah. And just like this offseason, the not top names available were all Scott Boris clients. Back then, it was Eric Hosmer, J.D. Martinez, Jake Arrieta, and Mike Moustakas <laughs> were the big names available, and they were all top-notch Scott Boris clients who all went on to incredible things the rest of their careers. <laughs> 
That's not a warning sign not to overpay for some Scott Boris clients. That, I don't know what is. Just to be clear, that was the off season. Like we started at the end of March. That was the off season right before right we started. before we started. Yes, Our yeah. first full off season would have been 19. after the 2018 season into 2019 spring training. That was when Manny Machado signed here Correct. in February, I believe. Yes, I was doing the show, and Paul, you were we were kind of doing the show together before Woods January, February, in January during that off season. Yeah. It was very very slow, and it was it was largely because like this year with Blake Snell, Cody Bellinger, Jordan Montgomery, Matt Chapman. The big remaining names are all represented by Scott Boris. Now, I saw somebody tweet yesterday, I'm tired of seeing people blame Scott Boris for this. This is not a Scott Boris problem. This is a an owner problem. And we being Padres fans, um, we've seen our fair share of, of Scott Boris clients come through here. And I think we'd made the joke before, you never want to be the organization that Scott Boris says, I love those guys. I love them. <laughs> I love them. Oh. And you said that a few times. You said that a few times. We have uh, definitely, definitely shelled out a lot of dough for some, I'd say some underperformance, uh, certainly, for for a couple of his players. But, you know, I don't necessarily, I I think it can be both. I think it can be owners being being discerning, I guess, if you will. Um, And the thing is, I was talking to a buddy that's in the industry the other day, and he said, you know, he goes, I... Yeah, the names that are left on the market are, are are good. I mean, they're good names. Cody Bellinger's a big name. Blake Snell coming off a of Cy Young. Uh, Jordan Montgomery, great postseason performer. We just saw it. He said, are you telling me that there's not a major question mark with any and all of those guys? And I thought about it, and I go, I mean, you could say that about damn near every free agent. Shohei Otani has question marks around him, right? Coming off of surgery, he's not going to pitch for a year. Yamamoto, never throwing a pitch in the big leagues. There's freaking question marks around everybody. But he said, no, these are a little different. You know, knowing what people know about Blake, knowing what people know about Cody, knowing what people know about Jordan Montgomery, um, you can almost understand why owners are a little bit hesitant and maybe more apt to wait things out. Now, as an owner... If I thought Cody Bellinger was going to make my team better and I had the funds to do it, I would probably do it, especially especially since there's a massive need for it. I did get an interesting text again from somebody in the industry the other day that said, you got to remember, <laughs> it goes both ways with A.J. Preller. He's, his, his quote was, A.J. has not been great when filling for need. You know, draft or not drafting, but signing free agents for need, like Massive, massive need. And I said, he falls in love with players that he likes their talent. He just wants those players. He wants those players. But then what happens with AJ2 is you end up with nine shortstops because (laughs) he just loves the player. So there's a little bit, you got to find the fine line, I guess, between both. Look, it stands to reason for all of us. We've all built fantasy baseball teams, we've all played fantasy baseball. When you have a hole, you have a lineup. You have to get out there tonight, and, and you, your right fielder goes down the day before. What do you do? What do you do? You go to the waiver wire and you pick up a right fielder. So he doesn't have a choice. I, I don't think AJ Preller Ben is going to be like, well, I just really love this guy's talent, and we'll see if he'll work in left or center or first or DH. Like it's he's going to have to fill these because of holes and need. If you take out what the Dodgers have done. I, I, with the Dodgers spending, if you look at the total spending so far this offseason, it's been record-breaking already. 
because of what the Dodgers have done. Outside of that, though, I'm trying to find the biggest deals. Uh, Jung Ho Lee, $113 million to the Giants. Uh, Josh Hader, $95 million to the Astros. Uh, Aaron Nola, very early on, got the uh, extension, the the re-signing with the Phillies for seven years, $172 million. And then it really drops drops off. And there's a bunch of guys who have gotten between, you know, like, Twenty to forty million dollars anywhere. You know the the Jordan Hicks, Marcus Stroman, Sean Manaya got twenty eight. You know there, there's a lot of people in that category, but we do have a surprising number of guys who are still available as we get pretty close to the end of the off season and spring training right around the corner. Now, according to Passon, you know back in twenty eighteen, you had you had a flurry of signings coming up, and if the pattern follows, the next three weeks will be. Very busy and very active. Not just for those top four Boris guys who are left, but it says beyond the Boris four, pretty much any team that has a need can still fill that need in free agency. And he started with uh, DHs and outfielders, which is exactly what the Padres still need this offseason. For DH, he said, take your pick, Jorge Soler, J.D. Martinez, Justin Turner. And he added Jock Peterson because this came out before the Diamondbacks agreed to a deal with Jock Peterson yesterday. Nine and a half? Uh, nine. Well, it's really twelve and a half guaranteed because if he opts out, he gets a three million buyout. So what? it's nine and a half plus the three is twelve and a half million guaranteed. What's or there's a fourteen million mutual option for the twenty twenty five for okay. the second year. So he's getting between twelve and up to twenty three for two years. Is that every team in the West except for? No, he hasn't played for the Rockies and the Padres. And that's what I'm saying. Except I was going to oh, say yeah, except yeah, for the Padres. Those two, yeah. And now, then Jock uh, is a noted lover of Pusoy, so mm-hmm. I worry about him in the diamond. He could be he could wreck the Diamondbacks clubhouse, like allegedly he did. Gabe Kapler said bringing Pusoy, bring Pusoy in, in the, the clubhouse. clubhouse, and that's tough. And I, you know, we just got back from Arizona. A lot of Pusoy out there for sure, and uh, that's where he's going to be playing now. Can't have it. Can't have Pusoy in the clubhouse, especially in Arizona. Correct. Yeah, I've been to Scottsdale, right? <laughs> Yeah. You've been to Glendale. Been to Glendale, too. So have you. But he's off the board. He's off the board. And he's going to help that team. And that team's continuing to make moves. Yeah, to... they've been one of the busier teams so this offseason. Players, or pitchers and catchers at least, report two weeks from Sunday. Yeah, At least Correct. for the Padres and the Dodgers. Padres. The rest of the team's a couple days later. Fair enough. The urgency here. We've talked about it a ton. You need some left-handed bats. Are we starting to get to the point where just we need bodies now. I don't think we're at body point yet. Not body, uh, but I mean, if there's a quality player, but he's a right-handed hitter. Yeah, I think we're really to, in a position to. I be think, like, ah, I nah. think you got to take a look at everybody that can to, play right? the game of baseball at this point. I do. Um, well, that does open up a lot of these guys who are remaining are still right-handed. Yeah, like, no question. Ideally, you would like a nice left-handed player, but. If most of the guys available are right-handed and they can come in and provide some offense, you got to do what you got to do. You have to just figure well, it out. The, so, out. the outfielders who are still available, he writes Adam Duvall, Michael A. Taylor, Tommy Pham, Travis Jankowski, Randall Grichuk, David Peralta, Robbie Grossman. Grossman. <laughs> um, it got me last night. I was about to go to bed and I saw a tweet. And my heart started to flutter. Did you see it? But it was from a fake account. Yes. It was a fake John Heyman. It said, Twins and Padres discussing a trade that will send Max Kepler and Jorge Polanco to the Padres. Nothing done yet. Lots of optimism. It will get done. You, it's, interesting, one, it's interesting, though, that you got excited when you saw that. 
Because there's also the opposite reaction. Look, what are we giving up for these guys? Correct. For a rental of Kepler for one season. Yeah. What's Polanco? I'm not sure what his contract status is, but my immediate thought would have been, all right, who are, who are we shipping off? What top prospects are we losing in this deal? Because... You know, we've been getting more and more excited about some of these guys this offseason. Well, if, it, if Polanco's a second baseman, so, you know, at that point... Kim. Cronenworth, Kim, somebody like that, yeah. Um, Twins wouldn't be taking on Cronenworth. Probably not. Now, yeah. even these fake accounts that, you know, it's not that's not real news, but they... They know what moves the needle. They know what seems to make sense for fan bases when yeah. at least they put those out there. And the reason it's out there is because there is some logic sure. to that that discussion between the Padres and the Twins making a deal along those lines. Would you? You wouldn't have been floored. No, that's why you saw that. That's why I saw it. Made my heart flutter. Makes a kind, bit. It makes some sense. The question is, what would you give up in Correct. a deal like that? Correct. Uh, I signed a five-year, $25 million contract with the Twins in, okay, in 24, uh, Polanco will get a base salary of 10. Why are we talking about a fake trade? I don't know. But in 10-5, he makes 10-5 a year. But it's not it's not a real trade. So it got me excited, though. I like, you know what I like. I like action. That's what I like. I like, I want a trade to go down so that we can come in and break it down and talk about it and take phone calls about it. It's action, Benny. So if you're willing to look at right-handers, Paulie, do you want Tommy Pham back? Yes. Yeah. 100%. You both are in quick a, in yeses on Tommy Pham. Well, he's not going to stay in Arizona because him and Jock Peterson <laughs> beat the crap out of each other. And if Tommy catches Jock... Messing around with Pusoy in the clubhouse. Cool. Tommy may actually Tommy may be on board with that, but Tommy is not going to like that. I know that. he's a polarizing figure he here in San Diego, and I, he did not live up to what we hoped he would in his two years yep. here. Nobody does. Nobody ever does. He was a good player before he got here. He was a good player he after. He was a good player after. Yep. I believe the that there odds. is a good player in there somewhere, and I would love to see him. He l- him and. Him Did and Schilt are super tight. Yeah, I was just going to say. Super tight. And the odds are really low that he would get stabbed again if he came here. I mean, really low. That I mean, was yeah. a pretty freak thing. It was thing. a freak accident. Didn't happen a, to him in Arizona. I don't know if it was an accident. It was an accident. <laughs> He's a dog. We're That's stretch- a guy you want we're on stretching the, We're stretching the definition of accident here. <laughs> well, he didn't purposefully get stabbed. No, but he, he, he wouldn't fall on a knife. I'll he, give you he that. He was in that situation. Correct. Correct. <laughs> Didn't he did not ext- do anything illegal? He did not successfully extricate himself from the situation did in the order to not get stabbed. Thing that you did, and you, I didn't get stabbed. And I didn't get stabbed. Could have. Didn't even come close Put to getting stabbed in that situation. Didn't even come close, as far as you know. <laughs> as far as I know, as far as you know, uh, Adam Duvall is not a name I had heard much about in this off season. Had a one point six WAR season last year. Two forty seven, twenty one home runs. Another right-hander, of course. I mean, if we're looking at right-handers now, I've kind of dismissed it most off-season, thinking, "All right, they just they can't have any more right-handers. We need left-handers." But there just aren't there aren't a lot of exciting lefties available on the market right now. So if we're looking at right-handers, Tommy Pham, Adam Duvall, there's certainly names that that you could look at if if you're going to go that direction. J.D. Martinez uh, for the D.H. spot is a name I, I keep seeing thrown around. Look, I mean, at this point, like Paulie said, got to be open. Randall Grichuk's another righty. Yep, got to be open to to looking at anybody at this point. It may, may not be ideal, but yeah. got to do something. Now, the Dodgers are mostly right-handed in their, their you know, I know they just added Paxton, um, but they're mostly right-handed, so 
match up nicely against the pods, but that Dodgers aren't who you're worried about. Do we have know? a like specific number that the Padres are believed to have to spend, or at least I, before they get to the uh, CBT here? I've heard it's anywhere like from twenty to twenty to thirty-eight is kind of the the range. Now and, and again, then, and then you got to look at how many players do they absolutely need? Four, six. Yeah. yeah. The only specific mention of the Padres by Jeff Passan was the San Diego Padres could spend some. And that's that's as specific as he got. But some meaning a million it's or... a, it's an idea that there is still the expectation that the Padres will go out and add to the payroll they don't have before the season starts. They do not have a choice. The payroll will be added to because mm-hmm. there is no choice. Whether it's in it could be added to in trade as well. Sure. It doesn't but have to be in free agency, but, but they you could. still have. Yeah, you have to. That that's money that you're incurring. If you yeah. trade for a guy making ten million bucks, you're gonna have correct. You're gonna incur some of if that. You're trading we're not, prospects. We're not for, in a situation though where we have nine guys on the field and you're just not comfortable with like three or four of them. Correct. Like we don't have you don't the have game, them. season starts today. We don't. Nobody's playing in left or center yeah. field. I kind of don't have a DH. I, I kind of want to know what direction do Padres fans want want AJ Preller to go in at this point. Are you feeling the desperation that yes. it's just any any port in a storm right now? Anyone who can play outfield and give you a half-decent offense at this point is worth kicking the tires on. Uh, of those names that we brought up, is there one or two that you know appeals to you more? Are you yes on Tommy Pham? Are you gone? We've been, been down that road before. I don't want to go down that road again. Uh, why don't you give us a call? 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. We can get some of your opinions on the Padres situation based on the names that are left in the free agent class here in 2024 now. Uh, coming up next after a check of traffic on 97.3 The Fam. Are open eight three three two eight eight zero ninety seven three. Maybe we don't have the patience to be a general manager in Major League Baseball. I know I don't because we're starting to feel a little desperation. It's distracted. What's uh, going on? Woods is Woods is vibrating over there. I've got a. I got this for Christmas. This uh, Thera body. It's a little, like a little gun. Yeah, I hear it. Thank you. And uh, I brought it in because we're playing golf. I can't turn it off. Uh, and I had my groin is really sore. Some would say that attaching a vibrating instrument to your groin is not suitable for work. That's I mean, something I'm, maybe a home. I'm home doing home. Yeah. I'm clothed. I'm fully clothed. <laughs> I know that. Got to work my. Oh, it hurts. All right, I'm ready. Let's okay. Do this. Uh, if you want to, if you want to call though and discuss where you stand right now, considering the free agent options that are out there. What direction the Padres should go here in these last couple of weeks before spring training? Uh, do so right now, 833-288-0973. Terry gave us a call during the break. Terry, welcome to Ben and Woods on 97.3 The Fan. Happy Friday to you. Happy Friday, guys. Hey, Terry. I I would love to get Tommy Pham back on the scene. He, yes. 
He did not get a fair shot when he was with St. Louis. I don't think he got out of the gate well with what happened here. And then they platooned him. But this team needs a little attitude. And it is, it's like watching Sesame Street. We need some anger on that field. And Tommy Pham would change the temperature on that field real quick. And I, I think that that's a no-brainer. Now, as far as center field, if you're not going to go get a Michael Taylor, I'd be happy. Bring back Jerks and Profar. Yeah. Throw him out there until we get farther into the season and just go. I mean, you could bring back some of that, you know, that 2020-2021 core. You know, if you want to just throw a bench player out there, bring back Will Myers at a prove-it contract and throw him on the bench. That gives you three outfielders and some coverage and, you know, and a little bit of attitude change because this this team is floundering. You know, it's funny. I, I know I'm know. i proud of myself. Yes. I, I always don't <laughs> talk about jerks and pro four just because I assume it's going to happen. I, same. I, I, I'm I actually kind of, surprised it hasn't already. I, I, just, I think they're just waiting them out. I mean, he's a Boris guy too. I, I mean, just waiting them out. Honestly, I'll be somewhat surprised I if I. It, I'll be pretty, very surprised if I see a headline that says Jerks and Profar just signed with the Mariners or something. I'm going to go. Really, I yeah, fully really. expected him to join I the know. Padres at some point this offseason. But I don't consider him necessarily a solution to anything. So Terry made the point that Tommy Pham's attitude would be well needed and. It make, that makes, a, that makes a lot of sense. I don't do Muay Thai, Kung Fu, and box for no reason. <laughs> come on! I, I have come to, on! <laughs> I have to point out, though, Tommy Pham played 155 games in 2021, and his attitude didn't stop one of the absolute worst collapses and ugliest second halves that you're ever going to see on a baseball team. He got stabbed. He... he he played. I give him the stabbing exemption. I do, but he the stabbing didn't change his attitude. Do though. last year, give me his numbers from last. So year. last year, um, with the Mets and the Arizona Diamondbacks, he was solid uh, last year in seventy nine games with the Mets. Hit two sixty eight with a three forty eight on base percentage, four seventy two slugging. That's over eight hundred OPS. Diamondbacks. He actually wasn't nearly as good in the regular season, but had a very solid postseason. I don't know that. Do we expect the Padres to be there? If they're there, he's the kind of guy that seems to. Are we really in a not, position to nitpick those numbers right now? No, uh, we're not. We're not nitpicking the numbers. The the, the numbers were good. Twenty twenty two was just six ninety four OPS. Twenty twenty one with the Padres was seven twenty four. Those are pretty pedestrian, below average numbers, though. For those seasons with the Padres, Tommy Pham was not good. He's been outside of that though, pretty, pretty solid. solid the rest of his career. Yeah, and been... he wanted to come back. Remember, he was interested in coming back. He actually, was. no, the Padres were, Padres interested, were interested in bringing him yeah. back. He said that they actually offered him a deal, but he ended up going to the uh, what was it the the Reds or the, the Reds, Reds. the Reds, right. yeah, yeah. To the Reds. And then he was on the Red Sox, and then he was on the Mets, and then he was on the Diamondbacks. He's, He's a vagabond. Yeah, he is. He's a baseball vagabond. Bit of a nomad. Uh, let's go to Magic. Uh, Magic, welcome to Ben and Woods on ninety-seven three. The fan. Hang on, we got to get phone going I'm, I'm, here. There oh, you are. No, you're there on, there, you're on hey, the air. Go ahead. You were off for a second there. Okay. Um, I, speaking to free agency, I actually wanted to call it to vent about – here's the story, guys. I, I, I've been looking for a team to to, um, to care for. I came here in 86 in military, and I came out, and fortunately for me, Johnny Cruck played for you guys, so I was a Padre fan for a minute. 
But I came out here as a Pittsburgh Pirate fan, and Barry Bonds got traded, so I became a Giant fan. So the past 15 years, when, when Posey retired, I decided I'm going to give the Padres a chance. Okay. We know what happened last year in, in the big debacle. And, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of fed up with it. I know you guys uh, you guys are the flagship. I love you guys' show. You guys get me started in the morning. But I'm almost frustrated to even listen anymore because it seems like everybody's apologizing for what uh, – the general manager has done. This is an embarrassment where the Padres are right now. I mean, you're looking for ball players with with um, about a month or so to play. You don't have a full roster. About you know, we all know what happened last year. I live two blocks from Petco. I want to get season tickets, but I can't even go watch those guys play. But twice a year, and I have to go see somebody else play. This is ridiculous. All right, hang I, on. I can't believe we're let's I go. can't believe we're talking about trying to fill the roster two weeks before the season starts. Well, all right, let's go. Let's go point by point here. So he's the Tommy Pham of Finn. He's he's had many different teams. You're looking for a home, basically, is what I hear you saying. And and um, you know, I I think obviously the flagship narrative makes me insane. It's like the most tired thing of all. AJ Preller has not done a, a great job in his tenure here uh, as the general manager of the San Diego Padres. Been some really interesting moves. Been some savvy moves. Been some absolute dog ass moves. Period. And I think he'd. Be a fool to tell you, no, no, all my moves have been good. So we're going to tell you how we really feel, all right? So that's number two. Number three, it's the only minuscule pass that I give the Padres at all right now is based on the events that had transpired a few months ago when Peter Seidler passed away. That's it. Um, I don't know officially what they have to spend. No one really knows exactly how much they're comfortable spending. I don't necessarily even know if they know how comfortable they are spending right now. I have no idea. I don't want to speculate that they have $50 million and then break your heart magic when they don't go out and spend it. I also know that it's not super uncommon for teams to have a few holes. Now, the roster, I think... I don't know enough about the other 29 teams, Ben, to go, well, the Cubs need this, 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 and the Marlins, I mean, the Marlins haven't spent a nickel in free agency yet. So it's not super uncommon. It's more of just kind of what the market is doing right now. Believe you me, every one of us in here, if they signed Cody Bellinger and they went out and signed Jordan Montgomery and they went out and re-signed Blake Snell, We'd be elated. I think that'd be kick-ass if they did. And Magic, I think you're fair. If you want to wait and see what moves they make before you want to commit to season tickets or commit your fandom, absolutely fair. And A.J. Preller has not done his job yet. He has not put together a roster for this season yet. But that is not... His job is not to put together a roster on January 26th or even necessarily on February 11th when pitchers and catchers report... Or even on February 27th, his job is to put together a roster for opening day. And by the way, that's even just part of the job because it continues to evolve. And hopefully the roster as the season goes on continues to improve and get better and maybe even gets uh, pieces added to it. And ultimately you want to have the best roster at the end of the season, after the trade deadline, and going into the playoffs. You don't need to have the best roster on January 26th when no one's playing any games and no yep. one's there. We're all anxious because we don't know what it's going to be, and we would love to have some some clarity so we can start talking about it. But 
AJ's not derelict in his duty because they don't have an outfield yet. No, I, and I, again, his I, job I is not to put down outfield today. We see what the outfield looks like on opening day. We see what it looks like on May 1st, on June 1st, on July 1st, and how it's performing and how he then reacts to it, who he brings up, who he acquires in a trade. It's a, it's a job where there's, there's only mileposts. And you evaluate as you go past a milepost. And at this current milepost on January 26th, it doesn't look, doesn't look good. It doesn't look that good. No. But it's not one of the more important mileposts in how you look on January 26th. Yeah, for sure. So February Fair 11th call, will Fair be a, a milepost. Opening day will be a milepost. Halfway through the seat. They're all, you evaluate as you go. And we evaluate AJ Preller as we go. And right now, yeah, he hasn't done his job yet. But I would think he would also say, Obviously, I haven't done my job yet. Not done. Yeah, not done. <laughs> Problem is, and I think Magic is like a lot of Padre fans right now. Somebody needs a voice of reason to to come on and say, "Just relax. We're good. We're good. No one's talking. No one's talking right now." It is as tight as as tight lipped as I can remember it in my six years of covering the team. It's as tight lipped as I've ever heard it. No one's talking. Can't get blood from a stone. I, w- I wish I could. I can't. Um, you know, they were also tight lipped the last few years. Around the off season, in the, around the off yeah. season, and honestly, they set expectations low many years. Yeah, they and did. then they signed Manny Machado, and we were surprised the other way. <laughs> so I will be patient. I feel like magic, though. I think we all do, you know. Until they have some clarity and some definition as to what the lineup looks like, we're going to be nervous about it. All right, let's uh, keep those phone lines open. 833-288-0973. Come back with more Bennett Woods uh, talking Padres here on 97.3 The Fan. Almost made it, big guy. Hour and eighteen left. You got this. I do. Well, I mean, I'm tired. This has been a long week. In fact, I forgot earlier. Take on Woods brought to you by Valvoline Instant Oil Change. <laughs> Only takes fifteen minutes. You don't have to get out of your car. For directions and discounts, go to SoCalOilChange.com. That's SoCalOilChange.com. Should have said that um, an hour and thirty-two minutes ago. The reason why this week has been a little extra long. Well, first of all, it's our first, isn't it our first like full week of the year? Because last week had the, we were off on Monday for the holiday and we were off on New Year's Day. I guess maybe the second week yeah. we were here for five days. But last week we had a ton of interviews with the 1984 Padres who were stopping by the table. And when we started our show together, Woods had this great idea. That we're not. We don't need any guests. We're just gonna. We're just gonna do radio for f- four hours no, every day. That's not what I said. You're painting me with a mysterious and incorrect brush. All right. You you explain then. I said interviews are boring. Yes, for the most part, they're boring, and they're used as a crutch, a crutch in this industry. Oh, 
But we've done a lot of great interviews over the years, sure. and it's it's hard to do an entire show sometimes no, without a week like an last interview. week. You're supposed to have those interviews. Right. A week like spring right. training in a month, we will have a ton of interviews. That's why we're there. But otherwise, you've got four hours to fill. You know, twelve different segments every single day. See, now that's your problem right there. You well, look you look at it as four hours to fill. I look at it as four hours we get to entertain we get to we have the blank canvas we can do whatever we want with it and i love entertaining especially when we get to talk padres baseball yeah. and what's going on there's not a but lot. the padres haven't been helping us out with a lot of new stuff we had the uh what the hell would we have to talk about with aj castville today? we had right. the uh the promotional calendar we talked about it earlier so we didn't we didn't have anything but this is the, i believe the first week in show history that we have not, in fact, this may be the first week in San Diego sports radio show history. Like any show in the history, and I've listened to sports talk my entire life. So, you know, 40 plus years since the format started back in the old 690. And I don't know that any show that's been on for five days, four hours a day for an entire week has gone an entire five days. We did not have one interview on this week. Not one. You're taking a bow. Absolutely. Man. I'm proud of you, Ben. You did it. Yeah, you did it. We haven't done it yet. We still have an hour and 15 could, minutes he long. He could absolutely snap at any second. <laughs> but we didn't. We talked about it every single day. Like, is there anyone we want to bring on to talk about this or that? And every single time, the answer was simply. What was the biggest not, story? Not really. Week? Jim Harbaugh signing with the Chargers. Right. Did you want us to get the Chargers beat not right really. wrong? We talked he about did. it ourselves, but we did. didn't. We didn't really want need that extra insight on anything. So we've gone the entire week. We did try. We to did get, try to get Adam Jones did. on. Didn't did. end up working out. He was in. Uh, he's in Baltimore, um, and I. He's probably hanging with his buddies yeah. from Baltimore, Just having a good old did, time. Didn't end up working out, which is fine. I, love we, it. I would have talked to him in Baltimore. Get the flavor of being you there for the. To Lee Lowenfish, you would you would talk to a corpse. Hello, sir. Can you help I, me fill this? Old t- Ben would have. Yeah. I didn't push pretty that hard no, for a guest no. this week, though. But my guess would be that we have set some sort of re- record. Where's my bonus this? <laughs> this week, Adam? At this point, at this point, we could be offered anyone. I'd almost say no. Like we're so close, <laughs> and we're so this, close. Oh, yeah. yeah, I didn't even. Fernando Tatis is on line one. I. Can we wait until Monday? I thought it was Monday at 7. I thought about it for 30 (laughs) seconds yesterday. Should I follow up with Adam Jones? Because he would eventually get back. He he never just completely ghosts us. And I thought, eh, if he texts me back, we'll set it up. I love it. If not, I'm not reaching back out because now I I want it. I want to go whole week. And look, I mean, for a sports radio fan out there that's listening, especially maybe you're a little bit older and you got that traditional sports radio that's been beaten into your brain, like we – we would have checked off all the right boxes if we would have had a, a 49ers insider and a Ravens uh, beat writer on today. Getting been. ready for it's AFC standard. and NFC yep. Championship weekends. Nobody could really argue that that's a bad move. But right. for me, I just don't know that the masses of our audience at least care about And that. for most of the year, we have good weekly guests like Eno Saris. Jesse Agler. Yeah, Jesse Agler. We're not going to go a week without no. having one of our regulars on. But this week, we have no regulars right now, and we ended up deciding there's no one that we really feel like we need to talk to at That's this moment. exactly right. So we're four hour, four days, three hours, or two hours and 47 minutes into this. Feels good. And as 
not a single guest this week, like, which is like living, odd. living on it the is edge. Odd. Living on the edge a little. We bit. do have the results in from the uh, yes. the poll we talked about, the survey from uh, Dennis Lennon and the Athletic on the Padres. Though, can you call those up? Yes, I can. And we'll uh, we'll get to some of the results of what you all some, thought out there. Some delusion in there, I think. After a check of traffic here on ninety-seven three, the fan. Some delusion in here at some parts, and then some harsh, harsh uh, reality. Dennis Lynn opens his piece in The Athletic saying, A year ago this week, Nelson Cruz turned down more lucrative offers in favor of the $1 million deal with the San Diego Padres. It felt like one of the finishing touches to a breathtaking offseason. In a fan survey conducted around the same time by The Athletic, 57.1% of the respondents believed the big spending Padres were headed in the right direction. Twelve months that ensued have been eventful and recently uneventful. Now everything seems uncertain. That includes how fans feel about the franchise. The ambivalence is showing. Among the 1,420 people who took our survey, only 4.9% expressed strong confidence that the Padres are moving in the right direction. Um, let's get to some of the uh, actual results. How confident are you? Padres headed in the right dir- direction. I just told you 4.9% very confident. 223 um Went with not very confident. Nine percent went with non not confident at all. You realize the irony of the situation, though, was thirty three hundred and sixty five days ago we were all very confident, massively, well, that's massively the next, confident. So that's the next question, and it, and it didn't actually turn out very well. So you're not trying to win the confidence game right now. You're actually trying to win baseball games later. Yep, and it says, how does that compare to how you felt? This time last year, so one point three percent. Here's the delusion. Said I'm a lot more confident now. One point three percent don't know how to click the buttons. They correctly. might hit the wrong button. They also might be on bath salt. Uh, and then in the majority, I'm a lot less confident. Forty two point eight percent. I'm different. I have counter opinions to everyone else. Correct. I am now much more confident that the Padres <clears throat> are headed in the right direction. Now, there's a lot of um, you know Dennis talks about ambivalence. There's a lot of unsure. You know the the everyone's just kind of unsure. We got to wait and see. How confident are you in ownership led on an interim basis by Eric Katsenda? Two point seven. Say very confident. Uh, unsure is the majority. Forty five point seven. What would have been the answer under? Peter Seidler. Very confident. Last year. Very, mostly very confident. Mostly very confident. How confident are you in the president of baseball operations, A.J. Preller? The last three make up the majority, uh, 27.5% unsure, 26.7% say not very confident, and and a robust 20%, 21.4% say not confident at all. The, Mike Schilt gets some pretty good numbers, 22% say excellent, 395 say very good. So over 60% are good or excellent Correct. for the hiring of Mike Schilt. That's pretty, pretty That's good. pretty good. Yeah, for your a, off-season hire. He gets a clean slate, certainly. Uh, what is the team's biggest weakness? Uh, outfield, 46.5. Rotation depth, 36.6. Uh, first base DH, only 6.7. I said bench. That got the least, yep. 1.3. Maybe the only vote. Only vote I that. might have. But until you have a starting lineup, your bench is really bad. Uh, only 6.5% of the people hated the trade of uh, Juan Soto and Trent Grisham for the all the pitchers from the Yankees. It's funny that more people loved Liked it than it, yeah. hated it. I think, that that I, surprises me. I think Juan Soto. I think that, you know there was still a lot of Padre fans that were really unclear or unsure. That we spent his entire tenure here trying to him. like uh, sell him to right. part of the fan. That's rates. an interesting question. How would you rate the trade? And the, trade, the yeah. answer is uh, from I loved it to I hated it. I think A.J. Preller did a pretty remarkably yeah. good job in getting what he got for Juan Soto. You can say that and also still hate the fact that they traded Absolutely. Juan Soto, though. 100%. Yeah, you're rating the trade. 
uh, there, not the fact that you had to trade him. Right. Right. Uh, how concerned are you about the Padres' payroll cuts? Very concerned, 30% almost. Somewhat concerned, 475 uh, 19.3%. Look at all the colonel budgets out there. Oh, yeah. Everyone's concerned with other people's money. Padres, what should the Padres do with Hassan Kim? Negotiate a contract extension before he reaches free agency. 41.4% of the vote. He is beloved here in San Diego. Um, some people talking about the trade deadline, 31%. 21.6% said trade him before the season starts. And only uh, 6% said let him walk after uh, this, this season. Uh, what's your level of confidence in Fernando Tatis Jr. returning to form? 60.2% say very confident. Manny Machado gets uh, somewhat confident at 558 Cronenworth gets somewhat confident and not very confident, uh, make up the majority of his. Xander Bogarts primarily should play shortstop, 51.8% say that. First base getting the uh, second-place votes, 267 Does everyone know how close that is to the it's dugout? It's close to the dugout. Which Padres <laughs> prospect excites you the most? Ethan Salas ran away with this, 786 Jackson Merrill uh, not close second with 154 How would you rate the Padres' telecast produced by Major League Baseball? 39.9% say excellent, and good was 40 Padres radio broadcast, excellent, 53.4%. We win! Good, 37. Fair, 8.6. Poor, 1. I think I know who did that. I think I know who who voted for that. You know him. He's a big mustache. How many games do you think the Padres will win in 2024? Fewer than 80, only 11%. 80 to 85 is uh, the sweet spot, or the not-so-sweet spot. 42% say that. Excitement level. 32.1% of fans that voted. You took the time to go to The Athletic and vote. You're neutral. I've never been not excited for a baseball uh, baseball season ever, even if your team was crap. I'm always excited. I don't know. For for like Caller Magic earlier, if you're taking a wait-and-see approach to what the roster looks like, I think neutral is a fair answer. I've also never taken a wait-and-see what the roster looks like. Fair enough. But some people do. Sure. Some people do, and and neutral's a... A pretty good answer. You start it for me. You start here, and all the team does is just whittle away your confidence throughout the year. That's I, th- what... I think it's telling, though, that in a town that was at least known elsewhere for apathy for many years, yeah. that only twelve percent, even after a tough off season, still are are not are not excited good, or good don't point. care. That still means that at some level. 88% of us still are excited or care about baseball. But more than 25% of you lunatics out there think the Padres will play in a World Series in the next two seasons. I mean, I guess it's feasible. Anything is possible, certainly in this game. But, uh, I, I, you know, had you said five, I would have I could have said yes. Would have been easier to vote yes. In five World Series in the next two seasons. <laughs> no. <laughs> World Series in the next five years, oh, okay. I would have probably voted yes. But... You know, at some point, like Peter said, the baseball gods will Ooh. smile upon and us. And some people did fill out the essay answers at the end they as sure well. They sure did. Holy cow. It says, uh, worried that Peter Seidler's win and any cost mentality will disappear now under new leadership. I'm very unsure about this team, mainly because of the loss of Peter. I'm happy we have this team at all. Lots of people forget the last 40 years. I don't see a fire sale just pumping the brakes a little bit. Uh, Preller's had plenty of time to construct this team. He hasn't proven capable. It's time for change. Um, cut spending, raise prices, and hope for mysticism and positive regression to... The mean to carry us, it's a tough bumper sticker. I like that quote. It's good. They will surprise. Can't have worse luck than last year. I am always filled. makes me happy knowing that people are generally positive. Well, and it also makes me happy to know that people care one way or the other. Yeah. You know? 
All right, when we come back, uh, we'll have our first guest of the week on as Paul Rindle joins us for the Rindle Reports. Coming up next on San Diego's number one sports station, 97.3 The Fan. Good luck to our uh, San Diego Seals on the road again tomorrow. Uh, they are in Philadelphia to take on the Wings Woods as they continue like this month-long road trip. Coming off a big win last weekend in Albany, New York, against the Firewolves. Good team. Uh, handing them their first loss of the season. Four goals for both Austin Stotts and Curtis Dixon. Uh, and uh, we will announce details, I would imagine, fairly shortly, but we're planning a Ben and Woods night. At a Seals game coming up, a home game in the next uh, couple of months here. So, and if uh, all goes to plan, oh, what we <laughs> what we have planned at the Ben and Woods uh, night, you do you do not want to miss this. You do not. You want to be there in the same vein of uh, well, really our show on a regular basis, right. but especially like the Christmas and holiday extravaganza. May not go well for our old friend. What uh, can we make Ben do? Yeah. That, that's yeah. how I hear that. Pretty what much. What can we make yeah. Ben do at the Seals game? And if this goes off, I mean, this <laughs> you're going to be as cemented as a legend uh, in this town. Cemented. Uh, but I know there's talk of like a Ben and Woods like section for yeah. Tier 1s to sit in and all cheer together during the game. So yep, might keep be, listening for details on that coming up. Might be pulling one of those uh, beloved Tier 1s down onto the field at some point uh, as well. There's all kinds of good stuff that we've got uh, planned right now for Ben and Woods night. But, yeah, we'll let you know when we get more deets on it. And then, of course, uh, tomorrow, final round of the Farmers Insurance Open. It's uh, Saturday ending, so everyone clears the stage for the NFL playoff games on Sunday. And you can just uh, sit around and watch the doubleheader or listen to the games right here on 97.3 The Fan. Right now, though, Paulie says he's got some uh, he's got some juicy stuff today in the round of report. Oh, juicy is an interesting word to use. And get things started here. With our edition, today's edition oh, of boy. the Rindle Report. Now tuned into the motherfucking greatest. Welcome to the Rindle Report with Paul Rindle. Hi, Paul. All right. Two stories from the world of sports that we haven't gotten to yet. We'll start off in Major League Baseball. And one story that you didn't know you needed. Are you laughing, Biatch? It's the Rindle Report. Hey, Paul, how you doing? Okay, how are you? On 97.3 The Fan. Are you ready to bless the mood? I need some help, please. <laughs> that was good. Can I get a Looking in the chat here, uh, Jeter writes, when are y'all spinning the jelly bean wheel? I'm down to do that in the next segment, honestly. Should we make, Sh- shake things up a little bit. Should we make Sam or Craig do it? Honestly, like initiation, it, it, was, it was so bad. As entertaining as I'm sure it was for everybody, I like dread it now. It was it like well, made me sick the rest of the day. It's been sitting over there catching dust, gathering dust for a I'm while. sure that'll make them even better. It's been like two weeks now. Where's I mean, we haven't really initiated Craig into the it's true the fold here as a host. Make him spin the wheel. We still got like we got like an hour. We have an hour. We'll, uh, we might spin that. What do we have to bump a guest for it? No, we're fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, 
Just like the rest of the week, guys, it's been a pretty slow sports day, but I do have one sports story here that we haven't discussed. Uh, History was made in the NBA, kind of, I guess, if you care. LeBron James was named to his 20th All-Star game yesterday. Teams were announced, at least starters, for the Eastern and Western Conference. No surprise that LeBron James was selected, but that makes 20 All-Star selections in his career. That has never been done before. He uh, passed Kareem recently. Was that last year, I think it was, for the most uh, invites to the All-Star game, and now he owns it outright with 20. It's a big number. It's pretty cool. He, uh, uh, I mean, he's going to be an All-Star as long as he stays in the league. Correct. Even if he's not having a good season. Is he having a good season? Yeah. yeah. Michael Jordan was an All-Star with the Wizards, I think. He deserves to be there. He does. Sure. You know who isn't going as a starter, at least? Steph Curry. You like not, Steph Curry. Not not an all-star. You like Curry. Although you'll probably see him at the all-star game. I assume this was staged a little bit, but uh, yesterday he was mic'd up uh, before the game and was having a discussion with his teammate, uh, Brandon Podzimski. And they were talking about Sabrina Ionescu, who broke Steph's record by making 37 points in the three-point shooting contest at the WNBA. He said, I think i got to challenge her. Everyone's going, all right, this is a setup. When they have the All-Star game, there's going to be a Inescu versus Curry three-point shooting challenge at some point. Yeah. Why I should challenge yes. her one of those. <laughs> and I just happen to be wearing a microphone as I bring it up. Yeah. yeah. All right, that's Subtle. it for sports. Congrats, LeBron. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, okay, earlier this they morning, last actually. Nobody, nobody cares. cares. <laughs> Dave Roberts, that's it. Earlier this morning, and I don't remember what led us to this, but Ben was talking about how this was a story on our show years ago, like back at the old station, you were getting the checks for Ben Higgins, which makes sense because that's your name. It's your name. The Bachelor. And you worked for the radio company that was sending you the checks. Right. Clear channel. Someone obviously just, oh, I was supposed to send a check to Ben Higgins. They looked in his spreadsheet. Employee, oh, there he is. Ben Higgins checked a right. box, and it printed out the check, and it sent it to my home address. And it was a lot more than your usual checks were. Quite a bit. Because more. it was podcast royalties for Ben Higgins, The Bachelor, who had a uh, successful podcast, at least at the time. We ended up tracking him down. They're paying this guy like thirty grand a quarter to do a How podcast. Much How like, much hey. Do you remember? It was there. There 30. was there was like a twenty three thousand and my like God. a twenty five thousand. Whatever it was, there was a lot. Podcast in here royalties. grinding. 20 hours a week. And again, just the royalties. Like, who, who knows how much they paid him to no sign kidding. on and do the content? He's the a podcast. handsome devil, though, and that helps. So, that you have, just for that, you should make more. Well, money. now that I've lost weight, I probably should. <laughs> Better looking. All right. Well, then you that. were, not then you that were. him. Then him. Yeah, no. He was great. We had him on the show. He's he a was. Rockies fan. Yeah, good, good, good dude. Good dude. Anyways, uh, similar story happened this week in Hollywood. This is unreal. <laughs> So Tom Holland, the actor, Spider-Man, he, uh, Spider-Man from Marvel, he was uh, given a big bonus check from Marvel, like seven figures, just as a bonus. And the only problem is he didn't receive the check. Tom Holland didn't receive it, but Tom Hollander, who's also an actor, did receive <laughs> his check. Uh, his age, I think they have the same agency and they mixed up the names. So Tom Hollander gets a massive bonus check due to his appearance in Marvel movies and goes, ah, uh, 
I don't think that's me. And he caught up with, uh, I think it was Entertainment Tonight or something. Here's a little bit of the audio from this, uh, him trying to explain the situation. Tom Holland. Did you get his pay stub? Is that what I heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't in pay stub. It was the... It was the um it was the payment advice you were about to receive. It was that, yeah. <laughs> that you get from that you get from your we had the same agency and they made a mistake. Were yeah. you like, yes I was oh no, I, I was uh I thought this is weird. I don't think I'm in Avengers, am I? <laughs> I mean I've been working a long time, I don't remember doing the Avengers. Uh oh wow. And then I felt utterly crushed when I saw how much money he was earning and he was like nineteen. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. When when the the reviews come out for this and he gets mistaken for you, he's gonna be. Crushed. He's gonna send me some money. Yeah, yeah. He's gonna send me some Spider-Man money. Yeah, maybe. There's a no, no. He's not. He's God bless him. He's brilliant. He's brilliant. Tom Hollander was in the White Lotus, and of this last season of it, his care. He was. Was he, he the guy who worked at the no. resort? No. Who was he? He was the the guy that was hired by the husband to take her out on the boat to ah, charm her that's right he oh yeah is un uh, he's an went to un that estate he's and an everything yeah. that's villain. right he deserves the seven figure royalty check not that tom holland doesn't avengers movies are huge but for that role alone he was spectacular <laughs> in it brilliant actor brilliant actor loved him I thought he was a good guy at the beginning. We all it did. Turned out he was not. Well, don't a good tell guy. everybody, but everybody, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, you yeah. just told him maybe they were a villain. I said I he was a villain. But... Yeah, yeah. But he was a good actor. That was good. That was a good role. Brilliant. I didn't know that that was him. Yep, didn't it. know his name was Tom Hollander. I'm learning all sorts of things in the Ryan. I report. still submit that you could have cashed at least one of those checks, and oh, no yeah. one would have been the wiser. I mean. Ben Higgins with your address I think on the, it. Done. The, the attention, though, that this has gotten has indicated it probably the jig would have been up you, pretty you, quickly. You probably don't have... I, I don't have the stomach for it either. That would have sucked had they come calling. <laughs> but you worked for the same... They gave you a check. Like, I, I just thought I, I mean, got bonus. I think it would have been, it'd been hard to prosecute. Like 100%. You I just didn't, could have said I it was a mistake. There was no fraud involved. I wasn't cashing someone else's check. It was my check. It was your made name. Out with to your me, address. my social security number, my... You know, my address, it was all up on the up and up to me. And I also But at some point, he would have noticed he wasn't getting the money, and and he would have asked, asked and they would have looked into it, and they would have, well, we sent out the check, it got cashed, and where did it go? feel like it would have come back to me at some point. So absolutely. You you gave it up, you gave it back to him. I still submit he should have stroked you a grand at least. (laughs) At least for like, I would. I think Somebody the, comp- found the my company money. probably the should, company have should have one given me something. something for my for honesty. your effort and your honesty. How about a gift card from him? Something. I mean, let's be honest. If you found a bag of cash with twenty five thousand dollars in it, that was meant to be for Ben Higgins, the Bachelor, and you stumbled across it and said, "Hey, man, this is yours." This is your, wouldn't he duke you like you five grand or something? Interesting. I, I don't know. I mean, if I we know you wouldn't, but I would. If my, if the company accidentally sent me your check and I gave it back to you, I wouldn't expect you to give me anything extra for it. But we know each other. We know each other. Somebody, it's only for strangers, then? It's for strangers. Yeah, if somebody yeah. that does a good deed. It's a good deed if I gave you back your money, too. God, you hate and taking, I wouldn't expect you hate anything. taking care of people. I wouldn't expect anything. No, I'm, I, I expect to do it with no reward whatsoever. Because hmm. I don't want to give rewards, either. Yeah, cash it, put it all on red, win double... 
Then walk. Oh, you guys made a mistake. I I only see one potential flaw in that strategy. Black, it's black. black. Yes. Then you're black toast. is you're... a is a bad problem there. All right. Finally, feels like once a month at least we get a wild story from an airline's passenger. We got another one this week. I'm reading from the New York Post that an American Airlines plane was forced to return to the gate due to a passenger's flatulence. Flatulence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was bad. Um, now, this plane was not already up in the air. They had not taken off yet, but they were prepared to take off and they had to turn around. This was a flight that was heading from Phoenix, Arizona to Austin, Texas. And users online were kind of telling their story, their side of the story from their point of view. Somebody says, uh, before most people had boarded, I observed that this man was audibly disgruntled about something, perhaps hungover, rough day, I don't know. But as soon as he sat down, he was grumbling something under his breath like oh, effing hell or something like that. Uh, after the majority of the passengers had boarded... He exclaimed, oh, you thought that was rude. Well, how about this smell? And Oh, he did it like on purpose. Yeah. Somebody says, I don't know what provoked him, but it's kind of funny to overhear it. It was uncalled for, especially coming from a grown man on an airplane nonetheless. You can't really use it as a weapon. It I didn't end that, there. You know what I mean? Like, you can do it. Everybody does it. But I don't think you can be like, hell yeah. I mean, well, this guy, was, this at, guy sounds nuts. At what point... Because obviously it's a natural biological process that happens to all of us at some point. At what point does it become your responsibility, though, to rein it in? As soon as you know if it's bad or harmless. Stop. Yeah, but I mean, like, what about, like, beforehand? Like, if you know you're going on a flight. Take some gas X. Don't eat the chili at the airport (laughs) terminal or something. I mean, is that on you? Hey, it looked good. Chili I was with hungry. Broccoli yes. on it. Yeah. <laughs> is is it, it? Are you at fault at that point? You are. Even if you're not trying to cause problems. Is that egg McMuffin in the I mean, terminal? You don't know how you're going to react to certain things. Do you have to prepare no, days in advance to no, make sure that you, it's the thing is you, you do don't know. on a flight. You know exactly how you're going to react. We're all I don't great. always know. Come on. I, I got a pretty iron stomach, but every once in a while, something reacts badly to so it. The passenger that was reporting all of this said, the man who just purposely farted moments ago decides to loudly and condescendingly say, yeah, everybody, let's just eat the smelliest food possible at the uh, same time. Uh, bro, people get... Said, if you don't like it, fly private. So they shut this thing down. Yeah. Uh, uh, flight attendants intervened and told him, hey, that's enough. Like, knock it off. <laughs> And the plane was taxiing to the runway and eventually came to a stop and an announcement went over the uh, intercom saying, apologies for the interruption, but we are returning to the gate. We will give you more info when we have it. The passenger that's reporting all of this is we get back to the gate and a flight attendant comes back and informs the farter that he will not be staying on this flight. He simply replies, I don't understand. She tells him, we'll talk about it when you get off the plane. Yeah, you used your, well, I'm not allowed to say it anymore. You used your anus as a weapon. Adam told me I can't say b-hole anymore, so all right, you use your anus as a weapon. He sir, didn't put up a fight. He grabbed his bag. He exited the plane. Uh, the person that was reporting all of this said, "We all breathed a sigh of relief when he was removed. Although I think most people were on edge about what he may say or do next, and the trip was only delayed by fifteen to thirty minutes. It's not bad. It's a so normal delay. Well handled by American Airlines, Very I guess. Good job. But 
Don't um, use your anus as a weapon. Is the moral of the story. On Alaska, they just open the door and yeah. let the smell out as you're flying, whether you like it or not. <laughs> Thank you, Paulie. You see that they oh, had a flight that the wheel fell off on the Alaska Airlines. Yeah, I saw Boeing had to like they closed <laughs> operations for a day to have a company wide like quality control day. Like, hey, a lug nut tightening <laughs> sesh. Let's y'all get in there. <laughs> Everybody, let's just... refocus. <laughs> Let's do this. They've had a lot of issues on airplanes uh, over the last couple of months. Not a fan. I've, uh, you know, I, I think it would be tough to be in an industry where you have to be perfect. 100%. There's a couple industries 100%. that you have to be perfect. That's it. Airlines. Yeah. Elevators. Got to be perfect. Got to be perfect. Got to be perfect. You can't be, you know, hey, 98% of the time our gets you where we're going. gets you where you're going. Gotta be perfect. You've got to be perfect Pilots in certain and industries. airplane engineers. Yeah. yeah. Surgeons, surgeons, yeah. You know I what? Mean, Escalator. No they can be, they can be broken all the time. You just walk down. Think Elevator. Of, it's got to work. Thing about a surgeon, though, you can be like, I don't know what happened. Uh, everything went went great. You know, you never, you'll never know. You don't know if the guy nicked an artery or something. Like that. I don't know. We lost him. I'm sorry. Didn't work. It happens. Low don't, pressure. Don't be Instagramming about your three martini lunch before your surgery. Exactly. Though. Exactly. But yeah, you're right, man. That's a tough, tough industry. Much like radio, we have to be perfect all the time. Uh, like I am when I forget sponsor reads and giveaways. I did not forget this one though. Uh, when we come back, we got our last set of Doobie Brothers tickets to give away Thanks. before they go on sale to the general public in 43 minutes. That is coming up next after a check of traffic here on 97.3 The Fan. Uh, you get an update on tickets to the Padres series in Korea. We were getting some questions about that. I saw some people tweeting that they heard it's already all sold out uh, in that 18,000-seat stadium. Uh, Adam sent us uh, a tweet from December in which the Padres said that they'd have some details on packages in early 2024, but Hadn't seen anything on that yet. What have you learned for us this morning, Paul? Uh, yeah, we got sent. Few people sent this over. Somebody posted an email that they received from the Padres as season ticket members. We appreciate your continued patience regarding access to the tickets for the Soul Series on March twentieth and twenty first. Blah 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 blah. The Padres know how important it is to provide our valued season ticket members access to these unique events in collaboration with Major League Baseball. A limited number of tickets will be made available exclusively to Padres members. All their tickets are reserved for coupon WOW members and residents of South Korea. Due to the limited number of seats available, if you are interested in purchasing tickets, please join the member-only Soul Series purchase opportunity by Friday, no, uh, February second at 11.59 p.m. Members are allowed one entry per account. You'll be notified of your purchase opportunity status by the following Friday, so, February 9th. So essentially, you can get in. It's basically a lottery. Lottery, right? Yeah. So you can get Selected in. registrants can purchase two tickets per game. Okay. And are not required to purchase if selected. Now, I think many people had in their minds last year, I want to go. I want to go to this. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. You I might, thought about it, too. You did. And you might have booked travel. Um, hopefully, you booked refundable travel or just go to 
so and not go to the game. I guess you could. Um, I I I would have I would have I would have waited until tickets in hand to do. Oh, yeah. But and I understand. Is it a myth that well I got to book my travel early because it's way cheaper? I don't know that that's the case anymore. I I. I'm obviously not a guy that gets a lot of deals or shops around for a lot of deals. I kind of know where I want to go and I go. And I'm like, well, this is a necessary evil. I got to buy the plane ticket. And this is when I'm buying it, right? I don't, but I think for something like this, I don't know internationally, is it, was it way cheaper to book it back in when they announced it? Or are you going to get screwed waiting till now to book your travel? I have no idea. Um, but I, I would definitely wait till I had the tickets, you know, in my inbox before I booked the trip if I was going to go. And I, I will say this: don't, don't, don't go in the lottery if you're not going to go. If you don't have any desire to go, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I, I, I think you know your financial situation. Right. Yeah, like you know, if you, you can swing can't it. really make this work, and the, especially if you don't have travel plans and all that already yeah. figured out. If you're not really going to buy them, yeah, I agree. Don't don't. Do yeah, that. Uh, you know this is maybe corporate and uh, sellout Ben saying this, but oh at least you admit it. I feel like being mad at the Padres because you couldn't get tickets to a game in Korea is a little much. There's no possible way that they were going to be able to accommodate. provide and accommodate tickets for everybody who shows interest in that game again. We knew from the beginning it's an, like an 18,000-seat stadium. Yeah. And there was going to be – there's probably t- 5 million Koreans who want to go to that game. They've never been to a game. They've never had an opportunity to see a baseball game. They've seen KBO and stuff. Yeah, but not a, a Major yeah. League Baseball game. This is the first one ever being played in Korea. So tickets even there are going to, I'm sure, be incredibly diff- difficult to come by. I'm guessing the two teams do have a, a limited number – that are kind of set aside for their usage, but in no way will the Padres or the Dodgers be able to accommodate everyone any, anywhere close to the number of fans who would be interested in making that trip and going to the game. Now, Chris is impossible. Christmas says in the chat, "I'll be finding a place in Korea to watch the game." LOL. So she, Christmas, call in. Eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. Christmas speaks for a lot of Padre fans. She's very active and in, in engaged in in all this. But uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, Jeff says if we have a watch party, dibs on sitting next to Ben. You know, it, and I think we are uh, going to do that. Um, now, Christmas says she's too shy to call in. <laughs> I, I like anything. I would imagine if you get there, there'll probably be some last minute, you know, resale tickets available. That's it. So the question is whether you want to risk so, transit. Pacific flight to Korea so, on the chance I might be able to acquire tickets, you know, as I walk up in front looking for a scalper. Hey, I got tickets to the game here. Tickets to the game. Two, good. Two. Good, because I just took a 16-hour flight to get here hoping I'd be able to get in. So have you have you guys ever done that? I've, I have so many friends that have said, oh, no. I'm like, oh, you're going to so-and-so? Where, what, how much do you pay for tickets? Oh, we don't have tickets yet. But you're... You're driving all the way up there? Yeah, you get it from Scalp. I'm like, I've heard that too. What? I couldn't imagine leaving oh, without. That gives me so much anxiety. It's my already. number. One, it's the number one thing I have to have in my hands at slash inbox is the tickets. I'll make the hotel work. I'll make the travel work. I'll make the food work. I'll make it all work. I need the tickets to the event. When I went to U2 at the Sphere, huge same type of process. I joined the fan club. Paid fifty dollars for that just to have the right. To be able to buy the sphere tickets, didn't get them. Did not get them. Couldn't get in the at the last minute to get them. Ended up having to go nuts and do the VIP package. So I was assured 
those tickets. I couldn't imagine, like, oh, I'm going to book a trip to Vegas, and then just I'll walk around the sphere and see if anybody has some extra tickets. And that's Vegas. That's Vegas. This is Korea. Yeah, this is nuts. Yeah, that's a that's an hour flight as <laughs> yeah. opposed to a 16-hour flight, like you said. So, look, I hope if you were planning on going and you want to go, uh, that you get to go and experience it. It will be, for those of you that do make it in, Please report back because I'm I'm fascinated. I want every detail. I think it's incredible. I, I think what is always frustrating is that if you have enough money, you'll be able to get tickets. Charisma eight three three two eight eight zero nine seven three. You know, you could show up, and there's some. You can always make an offer. Refuse for their tickets. Most of us can't do that though, and obviously, you know, wouldn't want to risk the the expense necessary. Now I. But it's pretty cool to go over there anyway. Even you know being what I mean? there, Even I mean, being there yeah, would be it's amazing. Still, a trip to Korea, experiencing a different uh, culture, a different country, the food, everything would be an amazing trip. Yeah, that's this, not, you're not going to be disappointed because you didn't get to go to the. I mean, you will be disappointed, but it's not going to be like you have. There's so much other things that. you can And do. my guess is there will be tons of stuff kind of around the ballpark, and you can do probably when you're there. But it would be tough to go all the way and then not be able to get into yeah. that last step. All right, get Take your charisma. Right. Good morning. Charisma, I know you're, good morning. I know we'll you're be shy. very, we'll be very kind and very, <laughs> very, very gen- supportive, very gentle. Um, I missed the beginning part. I just like caught up and I heard Korea talk, and I was like, um, I'm like stressing out over here because I've been waiting for this hail mary for months. Okay, so you did you book your travel already? Yes. Is it? I, well, okay. So I'm already going to be in the Philippines. So I was just going to like hop over to Seoul. So like it worked out that way for me. Okay. But we were we're going still. Like I feel like Korea can be done in a few days. Like if I decided to change to Japan or something, I need like another week or two. Okay. So now now you're not necessarily. I mean, you can, you're going to get in the lottery and try to get a pair of tickets, yeah. Of course. Okay. I mean, I'm entering. I like the terms and conditions aren't super clear because I've had people texting me already saying, "Should I enter for you? Like, will that help?" Yeah. If, t- like, if tier I, ones are members, should they enter and then they can give can. or sell the tickets to Charisma? Or? It doesn't. It doesn't like word that properly, so I don't know how they're going to do the distribution because obviously, what if someone tried to enter and buy? to resell what if they're doing that i know so i feel like maybe they should add that in like as soon as possible maybe to avoid that but maybe maybe it's just going to be just as strict as they are doing it for korean residents where they are checking ids at the door i don't know how they're doing that either but maybe that's how they're doing it too i think um i'll be mad if there's like it's like a ton of Dodgers fans get to go and Padres fans don't. Hundred percent. That won't that won't be fun. Now my guess is there's more Dodgers fans just in general in Korea, especially there'll be a lot of people who come from Japan probably to watch Shohei Otani and Yoshinobu Yamamoto. Slightly shorter trip from Japan. Question: than yeah, but California. Be a lot of people there to see Hassan Kim. Is there yeah. is there a way to add? I don't know. Seventy five thousand seats to this place because <laughs> I, folding chairs perhaps might be uh, a good idea. It's, it's really small. I mean, it's not. It's not a ton bigger than Pachanga Arena. This this baseball ballpark in Korea. So, uh, Chris, I hope it works out for you. One of the biggest Padre fans I've ever met. I uh, hope you guys I mean, get there. to go. Uh, yeah, you'll be there regardless. <laughs> we'll um, be there. <laughs> I'm going to need a full report uh, when you get I back. I will call. I will call. I don't know what time the difference is that I'm on the top of my head, but I will call you guys. You are amazing. <laughs> Thank you. You did so great on the radio. Well done, my dear. You Okay. I'll talk to you guys Trust later. Trust it. See ya.
Should have oh. offered Charisma the Doobie Brothers tickets while she was on, but oh well. <laughs> Just to uh, ensure her that she gets to go yeah, to get something. something at least. No, well, we've got tickets to give away Can right I now. Can I interest you instead <laughs> in some Doobie Brothers tickets, my dear? Can I? <laughs> that is a concert on uh, June 25th at North Island Credit Union Amphitheater. Tickets go on sale in less than 30 minutes at Ticketmaster.com. Last pair to give away, though, right now to the fifth caller at 833-288-0973. 833-288-0973. Got things Ben's likes uh, to wrap up our week. Final segment of Ben and Woods coming up next year on 97.3 The Fam. Final segment of Ben and Woods. Things Ben's likes uh, coming up here in a second. Things um, Ben's likes. Things Ben's likes. <laughs> things I'm Ben's likes. Cash. He's done. He is D. Five days without a guest. E. You'll be fine. Can we bring in Craig Elston as our one guest of the yeah, week? Yeah, let's do it. All right, Craig. Craig, Craig we need you. Where are you? Where'd he go? Where'd he go? Where's Craig? He went to the bathroom. He went to the bathroom. Perfect. All right, let's check traffic when Craig comes back. We're going to bring him, We're going to bring him in as a count. special crossover guest here on 97.3 The Fan. All right, Craig is uh, with us. We're going to do a little Friday crossover. As I was talking about earlier, we have not had a guest on all week. So te- technically, you're our first guest of the week. That's right. But and you work here, so you're not really a guest. No, you're not really a, a real guest. Uh, you, you used to be a guest. I feel bad about this, but you're also going to get hazed yeah. as the newbie, the new guy Uh-oh. here what, on, what at happened? the station. Yeah. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't do anything wrong. It's oh, just you're the rookie, like rite of passage. You're the type. rookie. Oh, look at and, him. He's looking down. And <laughs> what's in front of me right now? <laughs> we all did it. So Craig is going to be bean boozled uh, here so on ninety-seven. Am I just fan. right in saying there is a fifty percent chance? Yes, you have a fifty percent chance of having it. Happened to me. Really good peach I, or barf. I, I, got peach. I have yet to get You've a good lost one. Every, every time. single time I've spun, I've lost, but it is possible. <laughs> have you spun as many times as him? No, no, I've spun more. So there's been more losses than wins. Correct. Yeah. So theoretically, the the tin is there's in my more, favor. Yeah. If if it was yes. loaded with, I, now I don't know how they load it. Like, is it fifty fifty? Is it seventy five twenty five? I have no idea. Ben yeah. lost twice. Ben lost but twice. we know there are so good it's like flavors. Two. The bins plus two. Uh, right? and yeah. I lost. Yeah, three. Oh, and so, but he was, you were good. I was so, good. Yeah, yeah the yeah. Ben's plus, plus two. Plus, okay, Ben's plus two. So all you got to do is spin yeah. it, man. I so like, spin like and let, let like us know odds. what your options are. There we and go. Then we'll all open right, it up and right. we'll, we'll pick one I out. I do enjoy the, uh, 
the physical yeah, the, aspect yeah, of it. Yeah, it's a very game show-esque kind of spinning wheel. All right, he has spun mm. the wheel and... Peach or barf? Peach or barf. Or another peach or barf, oh, just God. like Woods. Oh, and that's when we know that a peach is gone. Oh, that's yeah. a good there point. A From oh, the tin, we know the peach is oh, no. out of there. Oh, my god! plus two, but it's minus one on barf. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> Use your analytics. I, I was oh, seriously yeah. taking this analytically. <laughs> I felt very comfortable. Right. Uh, so it's got to be that match the color, and it's okay. and they All look right. exactly so the same. Yeah. All right, so orange with oh, the reeks. with the specs. <laughs> oh god. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> Poor Craig. All right, here we, here go. we go. And there it is. Oh, Got the color. We'll know shortly. It's, bro, we'd never do this anymore because these suck so bad. I, oh, I hate you guys. <laughs> welcome to 97. Yeah, welcome on. to the machine, bro. Yeah, right. You're on the machine. We eat what we want. I, I'd recommend yeah. like, just, just a couple quick chews and then go and swallow here either go. way. Oh. It's got to be barf. Oh yeah, oh. it's not that bad. He looks like he's okay. Yeah, it kind of tastes like a baked potato to me. <laughs> <laughs> it was barf though, wasn't it? Well, it, ain't peach. Well, it wasn't peach. It's not- <laughs> <laughs> baked potato. Uh, that's an interesting. I mean, it's it's got an umami <laughs> <laughs> type thing to it. Now, uh, now the worst dead is fish like- was the worst thing. One of the worst things I've ever it's, tasted it's in my life. It's gonna stay on your teeth. <laughs> Mommy, <laughs> I may want to like wash my mouth out. Though. Yeah, you will want to wash your mouth out. Yeah, the aftertaste isn't great. No, he said but... the dead fish was with him. He said he didn't eat. He couldn't I was eat. Like, was like... I, I lost my appetite until at least dinner that day. It was that was bad. Here's a million dollar idea. Is he just said baked? Is he just said baked potato? Just it give wasn't... me jelly beans that taste like my dinner steak. Ba- yeah. Mashed potatoes, oh, was, um, broccoli, and then you're. Satiated. It's like a Willy Wonka. That was thing. the original. Yeah, yeah that was the gum that tasted like. Yeah. Oh, it's uh, oh, baked potato. Right. It's roast beef. That's right. It's delicious. That's right. It's, <laughs> uh, it's hot and delicious. Oh, and blueberry now, pie. And then finish. you got to the blueberry yeah. pie, and she turned into a blueberry. blueberry. That's right. Blueberry Just like Willy pie. Wonka. Blueberry pancakes. <laughs> um, all right. So you did get barf. So I guess barf's not that bad. I mean, if you're Ben, he, he did this when he ate his. He goes. And you can see that. I'm an adventurous good, eater, right. and I have a strong strong stomach. So yeah. I was surprised how yeah. viscerally I reacted to dead fish when I got it. And it stayed with you all day. <sighs> well, oh, Adam says we need to give Sam a jelly bean. Sam's not a rookie, though. He's been yeah, here yeah, for a, a while. He's a, he's a vet. He's yeah. gone through the trenches. Adam he's gone through the wars. Pain I want to give Adam one. Yeah, He just thinks it's good content. Has Adam had a bean? I think he has. Yeah, we gave him one. Yeah, and he got... Good. He got something good, didn't he? Oh, so really, yeah. it was a, it was only it, plus that's one. That's right. Then. Damn it! Yeah, Violet Beauregard. Once I got peach, turned I into I the blueberry. Don't ruined. care yeah. how. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. So uh, lots of uh, Padres news to break down uh, lately. Been a, a very little slow. You started the new gig here, and the Padres went radio silence. <laughs> yeah, it's been really cool. It's been super fun since your arrival. Um, I've made up. I think today will be my fifteenth made up trade. Oh, okay. yeah. Every single yeah. day the Padres don't do something, Craig does something for them. Did which you is see great the, content. Now, did you see the, the, the fake Heyman? Oh, John Heyman's like fake, fake Heyman, trade. Fake yeah. Heyman made yeah. me flutter yeah. a little bit. Yeah, Kepler and Polanco. Kepler and Polanco. We literally traded for Kepler yeah, uh, yesterday or the day before. Yep. So, so. It, would, it was, again, you know, obviously depending on the return. What did you, what were you willing to give up in that deal? Oh, no, I don't think it would take a lot. Because it's just one year, right? About it's eight. one year plus it's $10 million, and yeah. the Twins are trying to move money. So I, I think it would take a you know third tier. Not really. 
Yeah. Well, then why are they doing that right away? They've got $10 million in the budget. Why aren't they, they signing Aaron Hicks yesterday? What's he going to command? Major league minimum. Minimum. The Yankees oh, pay him ten million the next him. two years. That's right. He went to Orioles Baltimore, last year and played was, pretty well. Who's good for like two hundred? And by the way, he's been okay other previous seasons. But I like the idea of a switch hitting thirty four year old veteran who is either going to be surprisingly good or cuttable. At any time, when you've got something better to replace him with, it, it's for a, for ballers on a budget. Like, give me Aaron Hicks today. When what's different is last year when the Matt Carpenter and the Nelson Cruz signings didn't work out. We were there was the expectation though that you were signing something good. Now, right now, there's no expectation of anything in the outfield. So anything you get is kind of like added value at this point. Yeah. Yeah, like, hell yeah. I'll take Eddie Rosario in a heartbeat. Give me Aaron Hicks. I mean, it, anything makes the team better at this point. Yes. Yeah. Anything. Anything. Right now we have two Rovers in left yeah. and center, left and right you, center field. You really so. don't need to sign a great play. It doesn't need to be a home run like, oh, we just got a guy for a million dollars and he hit 40 home runs. No. You get a guy for like three million and he hits two. 55 with 18 home runs. You've made the team considerably better for a mediocre kind of player at this point. Well, where do you stand on the... I, I read this once and I thought about it and I, I kind of snickered when I saw it and then I went, no, I actually, I, I, this is going to be kind of my new benchmark is there are no bad one-year deals. There aren't. I mean... It's it's you pretty much agree with that. You're locked in for a year. I mean, if, it, if it's a, a player that doesn't help you and it puts you over the the CBT right. threshold, puts you, over the puts you into penalty sure. Ter- territory. That's a bad one year deal. That's a bad one year. Yeah, but, but I don't outside think we're of that, we're not that. we're not worried about that here yeah. right now because we're not going over any yeah. any line. You know, I don't you, think you think about if you could go back last year, undo some of the one year deals that they did, get you under the threshold for last year, so you're not worrying about it this year. We'd be happy about that. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, it, it, there's you know Adam Engel last year got a million yeah. bucks didn't yeah didn't didn't, didn't even do sniff. anything David Dahl right you know, I think he I think he was a minimum guy Rugi Rugi yeah I mean um, and, and and so I just kind of fall on if this is going to be a transition year great then plug plug the holes and let the chips fall where they may and I understand all of the thoughts about burning years of of prime and all that it you don't have a choice what is you your, could win in a transition you year. could win in a transition year Absolutely. it's happened plenty of times 100 percent. so but you know are they waiting out the market at this point and just kind of seeing where guys fall i i, I still i'm still and ben is and paulie is as well we're kind of surprised jerks and pro force not on the roster yet i mean it feels like a foregone conclusion well the silence combined with the lack of activity allows the mind to wander sure Right in terms of is there urgency to do anything? Is there no money at all? Are they like right. counting toilet paper right. right now? You know, and and so they're like oh, that million dollar deal. I'm sorry, buddy, that's that's a little too much. But I'm going to go back to something Kyle Glazer said to you guys, and I just couldn't agree with it more. The single biggest mistake we could make this year is just to push Marcy, Merrill, yeah. Pauly, Mortarella, push them all into the lineup. We saw what happened to Sean Burroughs, Xavier Nady, go through the list yeah. of kids that the Padres overpromote, overplay, and then lose favor on. Yep. And go, ah, we don't think you're the solution. Shane Victorino, there's one, a blast from the past, a rule five that we gave up on and turned into a great outfielder. Yep. Point being, give these kids the time they need, even if it's a half a season, half season placeholders are major league players, yep. you know, and we can get by with Profar. Until a Pauly proves that he is ready.
Or Hicks, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Hicks. Yeah, I'm Give me sold. Hicks. It's, it's the balance of, of giving giving players a shot versus rushing them and damaging their confidence and getting them here too soon, and then they thrive somewhere else after you let them go because you're to, so disappointed in what you saw. Well, and you're so desperate to when get, you were desperate. You're desperate to and get how, them how many? How many minutes did they give Anthony Rizzo when right. he was here 15. before? Thank right. you. <laughs> That's the ultimate example. <laughs> he was here for an afternoon. <laughs> he, he came up. He hit one into the Petco porch, right? Yep. And then he, he struggled. Well, you know what? Maybe Andrew, Andrew Kashner would be a better a, solution. No, no, it'll never it be wasn't. a better solution. <laughs> oh my God! It's not a good trade. No. It's not a good trade. Right. I was Josh Burns. I'll admit it. But. I love like Craig Elston, yeah, like but Craig. I also the talking to Craig Elston actually ran into the time where we would have oh, played no. all of my likes. So That's we're right. going to skip time. We're going to skip that. We actually ran out of time. It's like a three minute package now of my things God. that I like. By the time it's all said and done, <laughs> and we've only got about a minute and a half left in the show. What do you uh, else you have coming up today? So we got Sammy in studio for the full four hours right. today. Annie's at SDSA. Braden's at a wedding. So it's uh, me and Sammy spring training. We're going to. Oh. Go all the way through the position player side of the Padres early in the show. Second half of the show, we're going to have a lot of fun. Craig Childs is coming on from the Soccer's 12 O'Clock Sports Fix coming. Uh, also, my buddy Chappelle is coming on from Rob Has a Podcast and Netflix and Chill. It's going to be fun. Braden's at that age now where he's going to go to a show. Yeah, the Chappelle, Chappelle show. Yeah, yeah. Just, me, just, just Chappelle. 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 Oh, okay. Just Chappelle. He's at that age where you go to a good. lot of weddings. A lot of weddings. We're, we're older now. We don't go to that many Correct. weddings. But there was a po- time in your life. It's like. I got six weddings to go to this summer because all my friends are getting married. All now. my friends are getting divorced, so that be going to their <laughs> second, have to go to weddings. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Not going to those. <laughs> all right, Craig. Have a good uh, Friday show. Thank you for stopping by, Sammy. Thank you, uh, always good to hear his voice, so we'll be looking forward to that uh, as we clean drive the barf home. out of my mouth. The, now, the yeah, great go. Italian Paul is here as well. Sweet angel that he is. Uh, you tell him about a Italian heritage. I told him he's a little offended against his uh, he's Mets. A little offended by. He's it. offended. Yeah. Because yeah. Woods wants to stereotype him and put him in a tracksuit with chains. People and... take great liberties with the Italian people. They do, and I do it because I want to be Italian. But you know, it, Irish people, everyone. Yeah. We we've taken our liberties occasionally. You're not wrong. All right, that's it for the uh, the week without a guest. So thanks to no one who came and joined us this week. Craig for executive producer Paul Rindle, for Stephen Woods, I'm Ben Higgins. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday morning at 6 a.m. Ben Woods on 97.3 The Fan. So long. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 